Topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, happy to few. And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on? Present. Man? Present. <laughs> what is going on, everyone? Hi. Hello. Hello. We are oh, here. Delayed. You're the, I'm delayed. You're delayed and cloudy like a chance of me, boy. Yeah, yeah, you are. Cloudy like a motherfucker. That is bad forever. That nigga got the blur effect on one. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with me. Yeah, oh, to you, okay. not to us. Not to us. Okay. What I look like? You look like fuzzy. You look like, like you got a filter. You look like you, look like you were on dollop, nigga. <laughs> hey, yo, hey. hey yo, That's two weeks in a row. <laughs> It's better. It's better. I didn't do anything. Yeah, I was about to say, it did get better. (laughs) It was clear as day. The moment you move, stay still for a second, Rob. That's true. Bob, watch it clear up. Yeah, it is starting (laughs) to clear up. Yo, and then talk. Say something. What's up? Delayed. Yep. And you delayed. <laughs> Yo, that look funny. His laugh was late as hell. It was like, it was like, like a build up. Like it was like, it was like, it was like, ha 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 ha. Oh, well, it is, Rob. Yo, yeah. what's going on over there? Yo, what y'all, um, what you living off the grid? <laughs> <laughs> no, I be, uh, I was trying to do what uh, StreamYard told me. And they uh, told me to switch to my laptop instead of my uh, iPad, and I, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that's working. <laughs> yeah, oh. Streamyard played you. Thank you, thank you, Erica. Appreciate that. I know we didn't even get into the episode. <laughs> the episode, right. like, well, we've been promoting it long enough, so they, our followers, know. Yeah. What today is. Do right. you know what today is? 
That's not really our anniversary. <laughs> it's not our anniversary. All, all I did was stop there. Yeah, he stopped right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's our hundredth episode. There, there you go. go. Upper hundred There you go. Hey, it works. <laughs> That's it terrible. Hundred episode. Uh, we got folks coming through uh, saying congratulations. Thanks, Dennis. Yeah. Thank you, Dennis. Yes, yes. Thanks, Den. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you, Joe. We're not going to give everybody. You too, Courtney. Yeah, everybody who says it, we're going to shout yeah. them out. I know. Yeah. And you, and you, and you. Yeah, why not? Oh, I mean, we can. We here for the people. Right? Are there batteries? Are there batteries in them things? Or are you just? Nah, that's just me moving, man. Oh, well, you know, they well, independently flapping. Well, Thrill to Yoda got my Yoda ears on. You know. Christmas well, I think a hundred a hundredth episode does speak to I the don't want to hear it. Consistency, it speaks to our consistency. Um, so we've been doing it for you know for the people, right? Because like Nottingham Hathaway, a song for you, an episode for you. Yo, I'm I'm always going to cheapen this. It we're more we've done more than 100 episodes, everyone. Me too. Yeah, yeah, we did that. We did like 100 episodes in like what 18 months in. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) this is is official. Thank you to Mary and Kim. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, this is officially the. Hundredth episode, officially a hundredth episode. Yeah, we have a few uh, take outtakes and uh, Ruby Banter series and all that good stuff. Right, right. Are really? Are you sure you can play that shit on your own dollop? What? I don't play <laughs> I'm no. saying like you said. We so, like, his internet so messed up he didn't get the joke. Shit, yeah. might crash. I, I didn't get it. He looked like he on dead phone. <laughs> <laughs> My phone better than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, shit. no, that's that's a dig. My that's SC, a dig. yeah, that, he he playing the hell out of you, Rob. He My SC about... look better than that. <laughs> look, with the crack, Why are you showing that off, man? Put that in your pocket. Yo, that's we talk, vintage. About, vintage. We talk about we talk about phones. Antique. That's an antique right that's there. It. Yo, I'm even not... Apple probably looking like this. What, what phone is that? Right. They like <laughs> you. Please, they probably gonna send them a new phone now. Like, don't ever show that again. Yes. Hundred episodes sponsored by Apple. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Maybe hundred and one. There it is. <laughs> I think it, I think it's just y'all because I look fine to me. Okay. Well, okay. I got I got us up on the YouTube and you don't look fine. I'm Uh-oh. looking at myself on um on Facebook. 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 Yeah, maybe you look good on Facebook and not, not on, on the YouTube's. YouTube's. Oh, and that's YouTube problem, not my problem. Oh. <laughs> YouTube and StreamYard. Yeah, no, StreamYard, because you look like shit to us on yeah, StreamYard. Right. right. I, look fine. I look fine here on StreamYard to me. How yeah, do we look? You, man. We look fine look, to you too? Yeah, y'all look fine. Yeah, so okay. it's just you. So it's just so you. Maybe it's y'all connections. It's the woman tonight. It's the woman. How all three of us got five. back in the house. Right. How all three of us looking at you <laughs> like fuzzy fuzzy was a bear. You know, I can that's the easy answer for that. Yeah, you got all the all the Father's Day uh jokes. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one in the city of Wilmington, so therefore Xfinity's franchise fees go to us. So all y'all got bogus internet out there. No, I, I think like, I don't I I think that's the opposite of that. I think it's the opposite of what you just said. I got the newest fiber optic cables. Thank you, underground. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, thank you, granddad. Thank you so much. Um, all right, but well, before we uh get into uh what we're about to get into, uh, we all need to know what are we drinking today. 
wrong button. What are we drinking today? Anybody can take it. Well, I think we all drinking the same thing. I got a couple cans. I got two. I didn't yeah, get I, a couple cans because uh-huh. I ain't trying to be a little. I'm not trying to be. Uh, You're not trying it's to be later. Sick. It's later in the day for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is like. This is past my bedtime right now. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 I'm letting I'm letting everybody know it's past my bedtime. Yeah, it's definitely have past to, my bedtime. I have to, take a nap to do this podcast. Yeah, me too. Well, I didn't. Me, Rob and I, Rob and I, didn't had two beers already. Yeah. I didn't say yeah. I didn't have any beers. I, I just said I had to take a nap. I just had. I didn't. I did have a couple today, but if I had drink a. If I'd have drank a beer today, I wouldn't have. Nah, it podcast. Why? Why would you say Michelob? <laughs> why, why would you say that? What kind of podcast? Nah, is that? I had a, I had a, you know, I had a, I had a couple of days. I had one. I drink a forty. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that. Don't well, say that. <laughs> well, that one should count. You know, just. Mm. Well, wow. Dev. Yes. What are you drinking on today, sir? <laughs> well, the feature uh, beer that we were all going to be uh, sipping on today. Um, which I already cracked, so it's I here. Oh, I'm about you to cracked crack yours one. too, right? I'm about yeah. to so crack one. That's a I, pretty I cracked, can. Nice it can. is a real pretty can. I cracked my uh crowns and uh I'm sorry, crowns and axes uh by crowns and hops brewing company. This is their great note. Oh, L and Great Notion Brewing Company, a collaboration. This is their strawberry guava goza out of Inglewood up to no good, California. The wood. Yay. The wood. Um <laughs> up to a lot of good. <laughs> this this uh beautiful can, um, as you all can see, is uh coming in at a uh five percent ABV, nice pint. Um, in terms of flavors, we talked about it a little bit in the name. What say strawberry guava goza? Uh let's see, crushable combo of fruit forward tartness and salt. The strawberry guava goza is a refreshing banger brewed from the summer. So I'm not going to go any further other than say you definitely taste the tartness. Um, You definitely get the strawberry and guava in there. And as far as color, it's a little deceiving. Um, It doesn't really look like a a strawberry. It's guava. Yeah. Guava. It got the guava look. Guava. Guava look. Okay. It took on the properties of the color of the guava. For sure. Um, but I would say what the, the properties that jump out the most is the is the tartness um and, and some strawberries. So like almost like a so for me, I'm gonna have just one. Yo, all right. I know what though. What, I, Joe? I, <laughs> Joe's on number four. That's a good founders uh founders moon rambler IPA. I like I like your uh selection, Joe. He he ain't on the all podcast right. either. That's why he in he in on the fourth one, and sorry, uh, my other my other one I'm sipping on is the uh, is a hazy IPA, and this one's um, but by Twenty First Amendment Brewing, this is their tasty, and they're out of um, uh, darn, they're out of oh San Leandro. I'm no, I'm like look, I know I look right at it, San Leandro, California. So we went from the we went from Southern Cal to Northern Cal. Uh, with two, two with two different um style of beers, and this one is a six point seven um ABV. Um, color is obviously more golden, a little bit more cloudy, and uh, this one right here is definitely one of my faves. So pass me another on this. Hmm. 
passing another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can dig it. All right. Um, oh, Rob, you, 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 you look good, now. Rob. You look good. You good now. You are perfect. Like yeah, you're there, you go. there you go, Rob. You, and you didn't even do nothing. Was <laughs> you still slow, I but you. <laughs> he riding the short bus. Nah, not slow. Oh. I'm talking about. <laughs> <Not joking. laughs> I probably said. I probably said. Um, because I said StreamYard, it, it probably picked up in their algorithm, and they said, "Oh, oh, 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 oh we got to be correct. <laughs> right. We have to do our client correct." <laughs> it was like, "Oh, oh, no, no, no." Um, actually, we'll switch back to Zoom. My, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Mine, mine does have an, a, a reddish tint to it, um, but it my thing bit. is, I'm, my thing is, I don't know what guava tastes like, so I don't even know what I'm tasting it. <laughs> I don't even know. You never. Yeah, had I don't guava. know. I'm, you ever had know, anything with guava? I know what guava looks like, but I don't I've really had guava. I've, I've had like guava fruit juice, but yeah, yeah never like guava, guava fruit. fruit. Yeah, yeah, I had the fruit juice, but I never ate a guava. Yeah. Like. I've seen them, but I never. Yeah. They always juice them. Every time you had like yeah, a, I've a, never had like a resort or something. They don't never get to eat the guava. They just yeah, use wonder why. Hmm. Yeah, I, but I've never had guava edible, I don't know. by itself. I've right. had guava and, but never guava right. solo. Oh, you never had like a pure guava juice? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's always guava and strawberry, guava and banana. Yeah. So you know what a banana tastes like. So if it's guava and banana, you know when you taste the other thing other than banana, you ain't... Mm. You taste banana, the guava. Banana take takes over everything. Take out yeah, the banana will. taste, and then you can get yeah. the guava. Right? Yeah, banana really do like. take take over everything. It takes mm-hmm. the over. Right, but because I, of this, because this is a, this a because this is a goza, so I so I, there's the, there's the saltiness of it, and it's a sour, so it's a sourness. So you can taste the saltiness. It, so I'm not sure, and it's strawberry. So I don't know where that guava fits in. <laughs> all the it's, all the it's the other part. It's the other part. <laughs> it's the part you just left out. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what I don't know where that at. Uh-huh. Joe, told, Joe said I need to try uh, guava paste in the Spanish aisle. What do I do with it, though, Joe? Yeah. What do you put in there? Because that sounds gross. You just taste it. Yeah. Just squeeze it in mouth. Just just do that, man. Like guava paste. <laughs> like well, face, like ah, yo, you be hunting, you be hunting Joe down. Toast. Like, what the hell you had me? <laughs> put it on some toast. You're like avocado. Oh, oh, he just said it says great on uh, great with oh, gouda, gouda cheese, cheese on, a on a cracker. Oh, nice. Mm, okay, okay. Huh. like a little spread. All right, mm. okay. That's like some fancy shit though. Guava, gouda cheese, and crackers. Mm. Yeah. Yo. Okay, yo, that is fancy. That's definitely fancy. Guava paste. Bring that shit out have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of guava paste before today? Nah, no. no. Yeah, Joe Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe Fancy. Well, yeah. uh, but I, I I do have two beers actually because I am drinking another Crowns and Hops. Um, it's the Atrial Pills. I think I had this already on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but again, all all the proceeds for this beer went into um, uh, the foundation to help uh, product uh, product pro- promoting social and e- racial equity. Uh, so that was uh, part of the uh, initial um, thing that they're still trying to carry on uh, through 2000 and um, through to 2021. So definitely um, cool initiative. The crown. So shout out to Crown and Hops uh, for doing their thing and, and the beer community um, with this. Well, not just uh, making cr- good craft beer, but also um, promoting some social and um, economic uh, issues uh, to the people. I uh, just want to say thanks, Cuz. Oh, appreciate you, the, uh, Congratulations. 
<laughs> we appreciate all, all right. the congratulations. Uh, his wife, Joe's wife, is Puerto Rican, so mother-in-law sends him guava pastries all the time, huh? Okay, well, you can send us some, and we'll we'll try. <laughs> yeah, how about we how about we have them with the guava gosa? We have it with the guava gosa. Uh, you know, that might be overkill, huh? Guava paste. And you gonna hate guava after that? You know, <laughs> oh, fuck guava. <laughs> huh. Okay, who knew? That's something. Who's up? Who's next? Robinson. Who knew? How about. I think everybody else got one beer, right? Um, it was just me and you. Yeah, I, just, oh, I, got I got one. I got one. Oh, no. There you go. Oh, okay. Uh, this one's from The Great Divide. It's a a brewery out of uh, Colorado in Denver, okay. specifically. It's This brew, This beer is called Rody. It's okay. a grapefruit rattler. I'm hmm. not sure what a rattler is. Anybody know? Uh, we Hold on. We a talked rattler? about... We yeah, R-A-D-L-E-R. I think that's I um Rob said a snake. <laughs> no, no, not a Wait. rattler. No, RD, not fam you, not fam you. This is Radler. F R A D L E R. Is it a Florida a beer? Excuse me. Is it a Florida beer? Nah, this is out of Denver. Oh nope, no, no question. Yeah, no this, oh, oh, anyway, this is a ale, this is an ale brew with grapefruit and other natural fl- flavors. Uh, it is heavy on the grapefruit. Yoda, you like grapefruit. You love this beer. This is grapefruit juice carbonated. Oh, uh, this is what it, oh, looks, it looks like. like it. Yeah, it looks and it tastes just like grapefruit juice. You got to put some sugar in it or sugar on it. You maybe eat it with a spoon. I don't know. This is, <laughs> is um, <it> good. <laughs> if you like grapefruit, I don't like grapefruit. Well, so I'm going I'm, I'm to drink it because it's at uh, 4.2% alcohol by volume. So it's a nice light. Uh, drink. I think it's more of springtime, summertime type of feel, or uh, brunch. Okay. A brunch beer, that brunch that actually remind that reminds me. My my neighbor Jason next door. Uh, you know they spend a lot of time in Germany, and they um always refer to beers as Rattler because he told me when mm-hmm. they moved when they moved they had like his wife likes the summer shandy uh, beers a lot, but they refer to him as as Rattler. And okay. when they had to move out. They had like a whole bunch of them like left over and they couldn't bring them. And they and the moving guys, um, you know, they gave them like cases of it and they referred to it as a uh, rattler. Oh, Absolutely. there you go. That's what that is because it does yeah. have about half it, yeah. And when that's why it takes so much, like, uh, yeah, it, has, it does have a lot of citrus in it. It has yeah. a, a lot of citrus. Um, also, like the can, um, it's a lot of bike riders just riding, uh, through the forest, there's some mm-hmm. trees in there, and some bike riders. You see the bike people riding. That's a good bike guy. That's another bike guy. That's probably a mountain. What are they on the mountain? Uh, they could be ride off road. It could be off road. Mm-hmm. It says roadie, so I'm sure they're actually biking on the road. You know. Okay. Rattler is German there, version there of Shandy. There it is. Yep. There it is. On it. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah see, uh, so there we, we are. are. First, we first rattler. First rattler and some beer knowledge. Yep. Appreciate you guys. The rest Love of you y'all. Are Love y'all. Yep. And the Didn't rest of you guys are welcome. Oh, so they must just be watching this for banter because they they like <laughs> <laughs> they like you motherfucker don't know nothing about this bear. <laughs> hey, it's bruising banter. We know it's not called yo, a beer podcast. It's, it's yo, bruising banter. No, yo, Amani, Amani's tuning in. Yo, what we gonna what we gonna tell Amani we want to brew a beer? Like, oh, let's come up with a concept of a beer. Let's 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 make a beer together. Well, I think you just 
Yo, and right. Well, you just, you just told him. <laughs> that's right. That's why I said it. I said that's why I saw him. I saw you say, "Congratulations, fellas." We, Monty, like let's let's do a beer. Let, let's. So basically, Evan said, "Monty, make a beer. We're gonna give you some suggestions, and you put our name on the can." We gonna we gonna. Yo, sit you know what he gonna say? He gonna say, "Devin, I heard you got your own beer kit. Why don't you Ooh. make your own beer?" Hey, we, I already was scouting on him anyway. Well, let's, I, was let's go that. Let's, I have a random thought. Yes. <laughs> What's an update on this beer thing that you got going on? It's the I end still of the got year. Time. It's only two. It's only December seven. <laughs> nah, you only got what three weeks left. Twenty five yep. days left. Oh, in the year, three yeah. weeks. Yeah, twenty five oh, days yeah. left in the year. So you have not started. I have not. <laughs> Then are you going to fry turkey on Christmas? <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> I wonder if anybody wants to chime in. Uh, the three of us think that it's beer. Rob, do you think beer's happening for Devin? I don't think beer's happening. Yeah, I don't. I don't think beer's happening either. No. Nah. At this the, point, the more you put your not. wager on it, the, the more you put your wager on it, it's going to push me to do it. <laughs> but you are we? Do we have to? You have to uh, be drinking your beer by the end of the year, right? It has to just be made. You Let's just have to boil. You just have to boil a mat. Come on, man. I have, to have, it I, have to, I have to have it bottled and in a growler. growler. Ain't get that By, you have to have it bottled in it. You have to what? You have, to have, have to have it bottled. No, By, not drinkable. In bottle. Wouldn't it be drinkable if it's in a bottle? I'm, I'm no, confused. it's got well, to go through the it's it's gotta sit. fermentation process after the first. So you're gonna have your beer bottled by by January the first. Yep, but by December thirty first. Hell no! Hell no! Hell no! The kids, the kids are making gingerbread uh, houses and and decorating cookies. I'm put some of that gin, put some of that gingerbread cookie in your mash. Yo, there you go. It ain't happening. Let's Kimby. get it started, Kimbo. Thank happen. you for the encouragement. Thank you, thank you, Kimbo. Thank you, Kim. They appreciate mm -hmm. it. <laughs> just let it go. Just let it go. And yep. no, hey, Joe. Joe, 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 the encouragement, the encouragement, encouragement. You ask him how long you had brew. How long you had your brew kit? How long you had your brew kit? A year. <laughs> is that so? Let's let's uh, like speak into our viewers. Is that what? is or even to you guys? Is that bad? Is that nah? Yes. Some people nah, because some people did say they kept theirs for a while. Before I understand that, and nobody. That's not good. But, but that's no, good. it may no. not be good. But also, Devin did. Uh, uh, say that he was going to do it. Yes, Devin. Now, Devin ended up taking his. Win, so. Devin taking his his old turkey. Uh, turkey. Uh, yeah, because he ain't going barrel that he never I used to make a turkey, and he's going to make <laughs> beer with it. How? Yeah. How? It's not going to happen. Well, that I, that was the suggestion of one of our guests. I forget my man's name. How long from, you had uh, the How long you had the turkey thing? Oh, that thing has been years, years, years unused. Dang. So y'all just been buying turkeys and eating fried shit like buying buying presents to be be in the garage and in the yo. And he, didn't y'all have a fried turkey? Did y'all no, have a fried? Turkey? We've been eating Cajun fried turkey probably for ten years now since yeah, I've been. Yeah, you got a fryer. You ain't fry your own damn turkey. It. It's crazy. You could have tried it. it. Ordered it. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. I think I think we said, I think we said this. It, it's a it's kind of bad that, that you ain't using it. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. bad. You ain't doing yeah, especially because it was a gift from your yeah. wife. Yeah, from your yeah, family. Yeah, how's the family? Person. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. you're then on the flip side of who that, bought, who bought the who bought the turkey fryer? That was your wife too. No, I bought that on my own. So you took money out your pocket. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> even. I had, I had that the turkey fryer thing probably pre-marriage. Damn! It just you know how things just you know get moved from house to house. Yeah, but why? Like, fry, fry, man. Go ahead and fry that turkey. I told you why. I'm I, not. I, uh, 
all them deep fryer uh sad sad stories of people burning their damn decks up. I said, no way, that ain't gonna be me. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold them too much. I'm not gonna tell them too hard because I put um a meat slicer on our, our wedding our wedding our wedding uh, registry got it. I've never sliced the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that could have been any other given. That meat slicer is expensive. But no, the difference, the difference is the difference is on your wedding registry, you be putting all types of shit on your wedding registry. Devin went out by himself. To purchase right. this, your guests to go purchase right, like, right. But you know, you be putting some outrageous. How many outrageous things did you put on your wedding registry? Like, hmm, if I get it, that's great. And sometimes that those that right. meat slicer gonna stay in the in the garage. Yeah, I got, who got the, the meat slicer for you? They was the crazy. One. Yeah, send them another thing. I don't know. It's still in the right. It's still in the. It's still in the box because I guess when I I guess when we got uh, married, I think we we're going to have a lot of uh, dinner parties with uh, lunch meat. I guess charcuterie. You going to have to charge. You going to be making your own charcuterie. Right. <laughs> this thing is that I know after we get married, we're going to have a deli. <laughs> I gotta have my deli meats ready. Yo, meats and cheese on know deck. What? Uh, Charcuterie boards are coming back. Maybe I should start a charcuterie board business with that go. thing right there. Probably not. They probably go get uh, cold cuts every week. Ain't never bought a full summer sausage. You could have been had that summer sausage. <laughs> But that's the, that's the thing, though. What the hell am I gonna do with a full summer sausage? I mean, once slice it. What, what you gonna do with a meat day. slicer? All, what you gonna do with a meat slicer? I don't know. Damn. I don't think anybody would get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I. That's why. That's why. And that's why you need to send that person another thank you note. Oh, they, they did read it and said, "Oh, he really wants this. Let me get it for him." And Mr. Gunter ain't even. Oh yeah, he needs that to support his family. Right. <laughs> he's going to have dinner remember. parties that he's going to invite us to. Well, yeah, at least I don't even know who uh, got it. Look, at least the item that I'm bought, I bought. I'm trying to repurpose it. At least <laughs> I'm trying to repurpose right. it. You can't repurpose a meat right. slicer though. Sure, yeah. but I can use it to make charcuterie boards. <laughs> Coming soon to a, to a station near you. When's the deadline? What's the deadline we're going to put on you? Who wants charcuterie? Who wants charcuterie? Hell, no one. Now, you know, hey. one thing that I wanted on uh, my wedding registry list that got asked by. <clears throat> Somebody I married. Somebody. I wanted that. I wanted a real expensive um uh like blender, like one of them like like high level, like three hundred dollar like blenders. Like that, how the ninjas are now. Yeah, like them good blades in there. You can put different levels yeah. in there and we had friends that was gonna buy, and she said, "No, nobody's gonna use that." I feel like that's a good. I, I mean, everybody uses a blender every once in a while. Well, something. now nowadays you do. You need a good blender yeah, to like puree stuff, or you know, put way more stuff in because you know them standard little black and deckers that you buy from you know a Kmart or something. They them things them them little motors fry out quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that wasn't that. That's not yeah. bad, but that I lost that. Me. I lost that battle. 
Yeah, that meat slicer, though, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> they shouldn't even came to the wedding. They should have been like, just because that's on her, I'm not coming to the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rob. What about you? Yo, that's all right. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what Joe posted here. I have no clue what he posted. Okay, so let's see. Somewhere. Oh, oh. oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm reading something there that I don't think that's boards. <laughs> that's X-ray. You saw, know, you said you said boards, Rob. I saw something. I saw. I saw. Nah, what happened? He probably was. He probably was. He he probably was on Pornhub at the same time. Right. <laughs> I definitely saw Coochie in there. That's a Coochie. Look at that. My cousin, my cousin knows something. See, I told See, you, I'm gonna use my jacuzzi, my slicer, and get that's what Joe was. That's what Joe was talking about. Nah, Joe was on some Pornhub shit. That was yeah, so, man. Yeah, he had. Oh, he had yeah, shark coochie in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of search is that, Joe? That's nasty, no, Joe. <laughs> See? Shark coochie boy. So I, don't, I don't want that. I'm not making that. No, I don't want. I don't know. I'm not making that, that at all. Nope. Nope. No. 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 I don't even want to think about it. Like, it's now it's in even... my mind. It's in my brain. I don't yeah. even I'm going to really be able to unthink that. <laughs> you want to check is a bitch. Mm. <laughs> God, no. Oh, oh it's, a, it's, it's a meme. See, yeah. Oh, it's a meme and thing. Oh, well, who knew? Ah, uh, see, uh, I, I, I feel old as hell. <laughs> that makes me feel old as hell. You <laughs> <laughs> went way over my head. Right. I thought he was on Pornhub looking yep. for shark coochie boards. <laughs> <laughs> And that's still nasty. That's still gross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, there's a lot of things people went to. Maybe shark coochie is one of the things. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we going back to the old days. What was the uh, the Venus flytrap? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, the man. Venus flytrap. That's what Robert. Um, yeah, that's what Rob, Rob wants to be with. <laughs> <laughs> if people like, well, didn't remember that episode. <laughs> Hell. Yeah. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah I mean, Shark well, yeah. That, fly I mean, traps. Probably, right. That's probably what you probably would think. Thinking the spelling of um charcuterie, shark coochie, probably is the closest thing. I guess. If you were doing <laughs> that. <laughs> nah, man. It's just a spell check. It's a spell. It's just a spell check. <laughs> you must have said charcuterie in his phone, and like shark coochie yeah. came up. Right. Right. Okay, I, I get it. I get they, tried it. To, they tried to help him out. They're like, this is exactly what you mean. We know it. Yo. Or may, maybe he was actually searching. Well, well, maybe shark coochie is a thing. Let me see. Huh. It can't be. It's probably a thing. I don't think it's a thing. I think it's a well, thing. Well, don't I mean I mean sharks have babies, right? So right. To, that's what I'm saying. It's a thing. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they don't call it that. No, it just comes up with the uh chiquitary boards. Mm. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, so apparently uh, a lot of people mistakenly call it a shark coochie. So this is a this is really a thing. <clears throat> but they do have a shark coochie cutting board. Mm-hmm. That's a mighty sell. It ain't nothing but a shark. Huh. It ain't nothing but a shark one. Yeah, yeah. I, I would assume it just probably with shock value. Yeah. Right. I wanted to see a shark coochie. <laughs> So, 
so listen, so we don't get stuck on this topic too, too long. Why not? <laughs> because we are dragging this out. Shit smelled just like fish. <laughs> oh man! All right, get off the get off the topic, man. Go ahead. No more shark. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go, pose. Go, go. go ahead. No, Rob, Rob say something. No, Rob was gonna say something. No. Well, no, well. Oh, I was gonna say so. Um, uh, versus is uh coming back next week. I think before the, uh, the next podcast. You you doing it? Fuck yeah! I don't want to hear them. Oh, Ashante and um, order—that's a waste of a versus, man. Oh, Keisha's Keisha's bad—that's a waste of a versus for you. But it's a lot of people that want to see Keisha's that. Oh, and Ashante—that's one that I oh. I won't be upset if I miss. I think your opinion I is uh, I think your opinion is not the majority on that. Well, I both of them the majority. I'm just speaking in yeah, reference. We, we, we know you don't. So, so, I'm so, yo, um, so Rob, what's your what's your like? You know, just finish that thought. Like with the verses coming up next week. Like, what do you think? What is the anticipation behind the this verses? I want to see it, Shanti. I think. I th- there you go. That's I think, enough. Um, that's one. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people. I think, but I don't think Keisha Cole can win. I don't think Keisha Cole can win. Ooh, exactly. I'm, I don't. With you, Rob, she can't win. You know. Hopefully, yes. Oakley, yes. It's no. I don't think y'all are underestimating her. Murder, Murder Inc. was a big thing a back then. Right. You know? Like every right. every song was backed by Murder Inc. <laughs> like Murder yeah, Inc. wasn't featured back in the nineties. It doesn't no, too. They're all features, but if she you don't have an album, one of them got tw- do they got twenty songs together? I don't no, think they got twenty. That's the thing. I don't know. Got like albums. Yeah, but I don't think she got twenty hits. I found. I found. I I think I found like twelve. I feel like if you can't make a best of, you can't. You shouldn't even be on versus. Now I don't agree with that. I think that you should. It should be. I think there are two evenly matched. You should just find two evenly matched uh, musicians, mm-hmm. and I think that these two ladies are evenly matched for sure. Mm-hmm. I think they two different generations though, which is uh, weird because they don't they don't normally do that. They are different generations. Yeah. Like yeah, Keisha Cole is more recent than Ashanti is more our generation. Ashanti's yeah. our. Keisha Cole, Cole came out our age, both our age, but Keisha Cole came out much later, two thousand seven. Yeah, and Ashanti was already yeah. almost done by two thousand seven. Yeah, she was, and she's done now. <laughs> <laughs> she's done now. She's done. <laughs> she's done. Oh, I said somebody could do the verses. I forgot who it was. I think it was Mario against some. Nah, was it Mario? Oh, fuck Mario. Me. Yeah, against somebody I can't remember who it was. Remember, we was talking about you know the Usher Chris Brown thing against Lloyd or some couldn't, shit. Couldn't uh, uh, since Chris Brown apparently won't do it. Couldn't Usher go against um? Darn, I was just thinking about this the other day. Darn. Oh shit. Uh, you're great. Get out of here. What? You're what, what were you about to say? <laughs> <laughs> Text her later. <laughs> I'm trying to think, but I think it's I think it'll be a good versus. I think it'll be a good versus. It might yeah, start yeah, off strong, and then it, I think it might go. It, the energy might start to go down as they get further down their list. The you got to like you got to. But like, look, Pat, you got, Pat, you got Pat, 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 
Bell and Gladys Knight, their thing was what an hour, two hours long. Uh, Annika and Brandy was a couple hours long. Jill Scott, all these other people, they don't have enough music. So she's gonna be thirty minutes. Right, no, that's no, how no. long it should be. Like, no, no. like energy up, it feels the energy. Like Devin, the energy should never go down on a versus. Like as soon as I, the energy I, I, go I, down, that's just my opinion. Just your opinion. That's true. If they, if they each get six songs, let's go hard no, six. Talking between, and we can do this. Maybe stretch it out for forty-five minutes. But yeah, don't don't give me twenty songs that I never heard of before. Yeah, and I don't think I, don't, I think by the time we get to. Well, if, I the, if I do the quick math, if I do quick math real quick, if I do the quick math real quick, um, and I'll have to look at what Ashanti has. Uh, Keisha Cole's got seven albums. You can guarantee about three songs off of each of those seven albums. That's twenty-one. Let's just say, let's give her three songs off of each album. I don't know. I, can't. I think I can't. I think I could give her that. I can I give can't. her that. I can I, give her I twenty-one songs. has seven albums. She got seven albums. Um, so I don't. I'm pretty sure she don't got three hits off of off of seven out. Of yeah, yeah. yeah, she got ten. Three hits over seven albums. Nope. But uh, nah, I mean, I'm not just looking at uh, just looking at um, Apple Essentials. They give each each person. They give each person fifteen songs. So fifteen. Okay. They both got that's 15 good. is fine. right. 15 is fine. Do we know these songs though? Okay. Because some of these people know at least five. Some of the songs there, yeah. some of them even the RB. I give them eight. Eight? Eight songs. We probably know eight songs from each of them heavy. Like, oh, I know that word right. for word. If you look at if you look at the other verses though, most of the time people ain't playing or every hit. They playing stuff that like their hardcore fans might know. Right, okay. Okay. Be like, okay. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta know every single one. I was about to say because that's what Brandy and Monica did. They didn't play everything. Some of us we didn't know some of that stuff they was playing. All right. So I'm sure that they'll do a lot of that. You'd be like, What's this a Shante song? Oh, this is a uh she sung, she sung this somewhere. I just don't know where. I'm yeah. sure there's gonna be a lot of that. And I don't know anything she's like, sung it on the island she'll at her birthday party. She'll probably that she'll probably throw on um She'll probably throw um, on Hopeless by um, off the uh, Hamilton mixtape. <laughs> oh, really? I don't even know what that is. Shanti uh, will? Never works, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. get him yeah, to it, I mean, because Hamilton is big and that mixtape is part of Hamilton. So I'm sure they'll be like, Hopeless. Oh, right. <laughs> That's how they're going to be right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't guess know. They, never heard um, before. I but guess that's, they, next, uh, that's next Saturday, right? Yeah. No, no. It's whatever the 12th is. The 12th Saturday? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Saturday. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I ain't going to speak on it. I'll just wait to see what happens. They ain't breaking no records, though. Oh, no, no, no. no. I didn't, hey guys, I didn't spend a lot of time really thinking about it. I asked Rob this question earlier, and we, and this they don't really have to be in any particular order. I was reflecting on kind of like the fact that we hit a hundred episodes, right, or more. We've now hit more. Um, if we had to, in no particular order, kind of name, uh, you know, collectively ten things that we think has uh, contributed to to our success of of you know of uh, reaching a hundred episodes. What would you think they are? And, you know, and we can just kind of rattle them off, whether, you know, whoever wants to start, I'll start with consistency. I, I, 
consistency. I, I about to say, I think this has kind of become a staple and or, or something that's constant for, you know, all of us that we all need. Um, and it kind of made this a part of our our day to day or like a, a job to us. Not a, not a job in the sense of work, but a job in a, a sense of we got to be here consistently, you know, every week, you know, um, and be accountable to for, for our listeners, for to each other, for content. So I, yeah. I, I agree with you, Yoda. What else, what else? What else? What else would y'all say? Um, I think um, I think it's the, the I think the I guess the love of uh, Listen, what we were doing. I think that was a lot of the uh, a big thing. I mean, because eventually, I mean, to be honest, I don't know after before we got to five, I didn't know if we would get to five. <laughs> hey. That's true. <laughs> hey, preach, preach, like, and look at me I'm now. Like, like uh, who sing that? I'm getting paper. Who sing that song? Yeah, oh, kind of like what? <laughs> Look at me now. Chris, Chris like Brown, eh? <laughs> I thought about it. I'm like, oh, that's Chris Brown. Chris Brown <laughs> yeah, that, that was Car- Car- Carmen song. That song. What happened to Carmen? <laughs> they, 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 Carmen. Remember the, the the girl and the guy? She rapped it. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah, remember yeah. Carmen? Yeah. What? I don't yeah. know where that. They um, cause they had like an album. They made a, they got a deal off of that, and they just disappeared. oh, I didn't that. know they actually made an album. That? that was like early two thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they got a they got signed and all stuff. It was they was a real deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right. you are. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> cheers. <laughs> I I, Yo. I think another one is the fact that we created um a niche for ourselves uh around our own rating for beers. We didn't come off as trying to be super technical um, as if we were, you know, trying to, um, you know, speak to all the properties and the, and this malt and that malt or whatever, or this blend in the beer. We, we, we tried to pick up on those flavors and, and anything that we would see off the can, but we created that niche and creating our own um, beer rating on what we, what we like. So, People felt, I think, more inclined to to listen uh, to our our rating of like, hey, if you go to a cookout, you know, what would you bring? You know, is it something we keep in, like you say, keeping a cooler, uh, pass me another, or or you know, or keeping a cooler? What is it? Oh, I have just one. So <laughs> I think that that thing, I think that niche helped us stay relevant. Uh, to your mind today, boy. You just losing <laughs> it all. <laughs> I ain't no, um. <laughs> right, I had to rattle it off. I told you, look, in no particular order. I, I'm just thinking of it as we go. It wasn't something yeah. that I... And I think that another thing is that uh, once people started listening, it was kind of like, oh, well, I guess we got something. But right, right. right I, I, when we got the five, I was surprised. Too. Actually, after the first one, I was like, uh, we probably, <laughs> we probably ain't doing the warning joints. <laughs> but mm. I was wrong. Right? I was you wrong. Almost I was going, wrong. I, who are you in competition with? Not yeah. us. We are <laughs> not. We're hanging. Hanging with us. I'll drink all four of us. Shout out to <laughs> Joe. Yo, but that yeah. uh, that banana hammock though, boy, that thing was yeah. real. I remember oh, yeah, that. That, that, was, that banana that was, hammock. Yeah. Was I hated the name of it, Joe. Drunken beer. There you go. There it is. Thanks. See, <laughs> there, 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 there's yeah. the secret sauce. 
<laughs> well, see, you know, I think it'll get our listeners and our viewers, you know, talking about what you know what they like, uh, you know, about it too. Right off to, this list, to uh, to to um, piggyback off of Tamara, it is it's the four different personalities as well. Like uh, sometimes in the beginning, I don't know. I speak for myself. Um, I ain't like y'all sometimes. I'm sure mm-hmm. y'all ain't like me. Uh, mm-hmm. But I love I love you guys, and I'm right. I'm glad that we're still still here doing it. But I think all the different personalities, like yeah, you too, you too, ears and all. I ain't like you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Then you are not talking to me. I don't know who you talking to. You <laughs> talking to me. I'm, I'm, no I'm way, Jose. Your name Jose. If you Jose, I'm talking about you. <laughs> but uh, but people can come to the podcast and listen. And they can come just because they want to hear Rob and what Rob has to say today or hear what I have to say or Devin or Yoda. Like it's all, all four different personalities bring something that it, it doesn't make the podcast dry. It always brings something. So for people and followers that do want to listen to us, they can always um, find something different to capture and hold on to for uh, each individual episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's crazy. I just said right. you didn't like Robert and Devin at the beginning, but it's fine. Um, but- I, said, I said all three of y'all. No, you, you said I, said you specifically. I said you specifically. You yeah, hear that? You did. <laughs> you, you put your tail ass last, but my, my ears were my ears were cut. My All ears right, were cut. Had a I forgot had my ears. So, 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 uh, people, people who don't know, Joe actually runs the um, uh, oh, the the Delaware Brew Trail. Trail. Uh, oh yeah, that. shout out to Joe. Yeah, so you get all the information about beer releases and things going on in Delaware. So uh, definitely check it out. I think I think they have a page on Facebook. I follow it, I believe. Nice. Yeah. Um, pretty, yeah. pretty sure I do. So shout out to uh, to uh, Joe. Joe. Um, Thank you, Joe. Thank but, uh, you for your knowledge. Uh, we do have our our special guest uh, is ready to come on. Hey. <laughs> uh, I say we just leave her where she at. No, <laughs> I'm sure no. the show is starting. We're in the room. We it's still daytime in Cali, though. You gotta give her some slack. It's daytime. Hey, I don't care. We're 45 minutes in the game. I'm right, in Cali. Right, 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 Assholes. Assholes. That was on time. No, we was assholes on time. No. We're gonna get to it. Well, we want. We want us. We want to welcome. The queen, <laughs> the queen of Crowns and Hops, yes. the co-founder and CEO, Vinny mm. Ashbury Show. Hey, 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 baby. Hey, baby. Hey. All right, I'm a giant asshole. We're just going to lead with that because I'm so <laughs> late. So late to this. Was I'm also black, so I have a little bit of an advantage now. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> my humble apologies to all of you. I am so mm-hmm. sorry. I'm so happy to be here. We were like the warm up. We were happy. We were happy 45 minutes ago. We, we're not happy anymore. <laughs> I don't see. <laughs> we were having. We were having bad. Well, why so we were doing a bad gonna, so we, This yeah. is my first drink of the day, so I'm very sorry. All right, guys, I am drinking our elevated cipher. Make sure I turn the right way. Our elevated cipher, our West Coast Crowns and Hops. 
IPA, if you have not tried it, is quite delicious for you. Oh, love it. I'm loving the sound of it already. Um, the traditional West Coast uh, IPA, it's very hoppy. Uh, it's quite floral. Um, it's got a good amount of bitterness. But we think, uh, I think a lot of the beers that we create are meant for those who are like true craft beer aficionados, love beer, but then they're also made for people getting into the craft beer game for the first time. So it's not too overbearing. It gives you a nice understanding of what an actual IPA is, but still gives you that sort of welcoming vibe into the craft beer space. So. Penny, how does it smell? Cheers. Dang. Oh, it smells good. No, you know what? It's, no, no it's piney. Piney. Okay. Uh, it's, it's floral. It's floral. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that taste, mm -hmm. there it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, she ain't even gonna let the go ahead and chug it, Benny. Oh, chug yeah, it. Just come on, come on, don't worry about it. Yo, she's down. Go for it. He might not have the full bill. She probably suckered her in there. Look at it, look at it. It's over. One. I got the burp, but I did not finish the burp. Yes, I yeah, did. That was, I, was close, I was so close. Yes, that was close. good. That was good. That was, yeah, that was first. Day. first five What's the ABV on that? Yeah. Um, what is it? I think it's six. 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 I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even. Oh, six point eight. Jesus. Perfect. Okay. You no, know, we, I, it, we, it's we all of the. You know, it, it's. I talk to you all the time. I'm like, you know, because Tio introduced me to craft beer. I still feel like I'm a student every single day, every day I'm learning something new because, you know, just craft is got so much variety. There's always kind of something going on. So I think sometimes even I'm like, wait, what's happening? What's going on? Because this is literally like an entirely new industry for me that I had no idea. If you would have asked me five, 10, 12 years ago, what would I have been doing? I do not think I would have said mm -hmm. I am a CEO of a craft beer company. So amazing. It's shocking is what it is, <clears throat> but I love it. And I'm so glad to be here. I get to drink every day. So now before we got on, we, we had told everybody that we were actually drinking the, that is my favorite. That is the, between the hazy IPA and gozas or sours or tarts. That was my introduction into craft where I was like, okay, Okay, okay. Yeah. working with something. This is something. And most of my female friends, even black female friends, they're not big lovers of IPAs. You know, the, in the circles I run in, primarily. But as soon as I put them onto the sours and the tarts, they were like, "Ooh, put some fruit in here, make a little cocktail." Yeah. Turns mm -hmm. into a whole other experience. Why they always got to bring up ladies when they talk about sours and, and stuff, yeah, right? Man. And ghosts. Oh, like, come on. I don't like, like them. I feel like if you like sweet tea and Kool-Aid, yeah. that's what like them. You like them. I grew up on sweet tea and Kool-Aid. Stop I hating on the fact that black men hate yeah. ghosts as well. It's yeah. kind of We're not hating, but you, but you yeah. don't yeah. find yeah. as many. And this isn't for everyone. And I'm sure... If the audience would be like, black men, what? We drink IPAs, but th for those who are not craft beer drinkers, right? Because again, we're still trying to introduce right. uh, uh, people to craft beer. So right. for those who don't have this sort of natural love for that bitter sort of taste, the goes tend to, uh, you know, where people yeah. tend to go, and that tends to be women. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, you know, it's okay. Well, 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 well said, Benny. <laughs> well said. Let them down. Let them down. <laughs> 
Now, what you said in the beginning, Benny, is that the uh, is that it's hard uh, to give people that harsh IPA, so people like to be introduced with the ghosts. I'm a or I'm a first time beer drinker since this podcast began, so I find it easier to see the craft in beer when I drink a sour or a goza. Like it doesn't taste like beer is supposed to taste like, but it's yep. still considered beer. And I'm yep. like, that's that's what craft beer is to me. IPA tastes to me like how beer is traditionally supposed to taste. Yeah. So I would rather go, I'm, and I'm not a fan of beer like that. Like I'm not drinking a Heineken or whatever. No, I'm not. Mm. I mean, so I'm, I, I would much rather have a goza or a goosey or um, <laughs> or sour. So yeah, and like I said, uh, Negroes sometimes we like uh, sweet Negros. stuff. <laughs> Negroes like sweet stuff. It's literally oh. fact. Yeah. With hazies too. When you think about hazies, you know they while they do have a little bit of that that bitterness, they're not quite half. You know they're not as bitter as IPA. So my my very first love of craft was with the hazy because I tasted it and I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, this. like this oh, smells amazing. It's inviting. Um, and it doesn't have that, you know, that that taste of beer when you think about beer. And and I also kind of think when you beer becomes more of a mental thing for people, for especially for people who say they don't like beer, because the only yeah. thing you can think about is what does that Heineken taste like or whatever yeah. they were sipping on. Yeah, they like. yeah. they were like, whoa, what exactly. was that? And that, you know that becomes their world of beer. For them. That's so true. Because I remember yeah. when I first drank uh, maybe... I don't even know, maybe a Budweiser or something, because I wasn't a big beer drinker. I was like, yo, this gotta be what piss tastes like. It has to be. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is disgusting. If I this has to be what piss tastes like. That's what I was just thinking. Like, That's but then when I, got the, when I got to taste crab beer, I'm like, oh, okay, woo, safety. It is safety, but that's what we did when we were kids. We would sneak. I remember I used to steal my my parents' beer bottles and just all the cousins were like, "We're gonna do it. Let's do it." And then you taste it. You're like, "Ew!" Religiously, you stole beer, and that was just what that's what you know when you think beer. So when you expand your palate, which we like to call, you know, like to say as you introduce yourself into craft beer, it's just like, wow, I didn't even. You know, I was shocked when I found out you had to take a, you know, study to become an expert right. in beer. That's that's crazy. Like, why? No one understands the complexities um, of beer. So I, I love that we get to be the introducers to uh, this this world that people have no idea about. Yeah, yeah. right. It's true. Totally now, true. I guess a lot of people. I, I know we just jumped right in, but I guess a lot of people want to know. Well, who is Benny Ashburn, and how did how did Crown and how to come to be? So let's let's start there. Uh, <laughs> like. First question, where did you start like your love for beer? Where did it come from? It came from Tio. So me and Tio, if you don't already know, me and Tio met on Tinder. <laughs> like oh. we've been doing this like six, oh. six years now. We we dated when we first started doing this, we were dating. He introduced me to it. You know, he'd be in the supermarket helping people pick beer and posting pictures of beer. And I was like, what the hell is this? So weird. Like, why are you doing that? It's just, can we go? Like, we've been in the supermarket for an hour just helping people pick. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So, <laughs> in the beer section waiting on people to I go. mean, you can only imagine your girl standing there like, babe, what the fuck? What are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, one more, co- one more person. One, one more, more person. conversation. And no one's asking you. You're volunteering. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, get this guy an apron. So, he went to, um, 
I was interviewing in Santa Barbara for Sonos. He, uh, I got him a ticket to Brews on the Beer uh, Festival in Santa Barbara, the whitest place on earth. And he called me and he was like, yo, I'm like the only black person here. And I was like, word, that's crazy. So my background is advertising, marketing. I used to produce TV commercials. You know, I moved to LA, Beats by Dre movement to LA to help build their internal creative team. So my marketing brain was like, all right, why don't you capture content? Let's get some intro. Let's just see what this magical world of craft beer looks like. Um, by the time we got home, he had all this amazing footage. He, he was flowing right into, you know, hey, it's T.O. from Black People Love Beer too. It was all of that. And that night we started a website, started an Instagram handle, made the shirt, and it's just been, it's just taken off from there. So my contribution to this, because at the time I still wasn't a heavy craft beer drinker, was more of the marketing strategy kind of creative and seeing how we can turn this into a brand and sort of a community effort to galvanize us so that Teal's not the only black person standing in a supermarket. Right, right. <laughs> so, 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 it so it went from Black People Love Beer 2 to Dope, Dope and Dank and the Crown and Hop. So, how did, so that's a six year, is that a six year journey? Is that a six, that year, is a that's six a, year journey? Hell yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, how did we do that? Uh, after the first year of Black People Love Beer, we realized that it was it was bigger than black people. It was brown people. It was just the culture of us, you know, was missing from craft beer. So uh, we created a lifestyle, a craft beer lifestyle brand called Dope and Dank. And that was bridging dope culture with the dank world of craft beer. And that, let me tell you something, you know how fucking long it took us to come up with that? We had so many decks, so many names, so many ways of trying to explain that. People don't even realize, like, that kind of stuff. Oh, let's see. He's got... Protecting me? He ain't doing nothing. I don't <laughs> He's just alerting um, you. Something's yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah, someone's at the door. And are you going to open it? Or like, <laughs> so we went from Dope and Dank, and then um, we connected with BrewDog. Um, and for those who don't know, BrewDog is one of the largest independent craft breweries in the world. They're based out of Scotland. Uh, we met them, <clears throat> and we were on one of their TV show episodes, you know, whatever. And they saw firsthand how we had the movement we had created over the last like three, four years. You know, they saw people of color showing up in craft beer like they'd never seen before. And they've been around the world doing craft beer. So they were like, what the fuck is this? Like, right. I've never seen so many colors. You know, they didn't say colors, but they're actually really dope but so it led to them simply asking us how can we help you and that was a question we had never been asked before through mm -hmm. everything that we did from every brewery that we went to from every brewery owner and event that we had no one ever asked that okay nugget <laughs> My mom's busy right now. Right. He's got this whole thing going on. So uh, when they asked us, we just happened to have finished our business plan. You know, and this is, to me, this is a lesson to anyone listening. You got to stay ready and be ready at all times. Like you have to, opportunity presents itself most of the time in, in moments where you least expect it. But if you are prepared and you are ready and you, you know, when somebody asks that question, how can I help? Mm -hmm. You never know what happens. So we were prepared. We we took 
this Scottish dude to Lamarck Park. We were eventually, we were originally going to be in Lamarck Park. Went to this sort of like, I wouldn't say hole in the wall coffee shop. They've, they've gotten a lot better, but it was a little bit of a hole in the wall coffee shop. And we're sitting in here with our deck and we're presenting our business plan. Cause again, you were ready, ready, you know, four or five months later, we were recipients of their 2.0 plan. Mm-hmm. Um, we realized that we had never trademarked dope and dink. Uh, mm-hmm. And so someone uh, came for us, a cease and desist on the word dope. Because uh, the clothing brand dope, owned by two white guys, have uh, the trademark of dope in every category. Except wow. So they came for us. Like hard body came for us. We were like, wow. Mm. Apparently they come for everybody, but it wasn't worth fighting because we would have got it in beer, but we wouldn't have had it in any other category, mm-hmm. which is what, and for those who don't know, when you get your trademark, you have to get it in different categories. And if, say you don't have it in merch, but you have it in beer, you might have issues trying to create merchandise with that with that name. So we were like, fuck it. We're gonna change this whole shit up. We're gonna pivot. Cause we, we're still the same two people. Right. We're change right. our name. And we're just gonna do so commit. later, right, commit. And that's the other thing too, another life lesson. Never let anybody steer you away from what the fuck you know you need to do. And even with this cease and desist, we did not care. We had been doing this for four or five years. We were like, we're just going to change our name and keep going. And that's exactly what we did. And that's how we got to Crown's Mouth. Dang. So so I know what brand. I'm not buying anymore. (laughs) 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 Literally, but fuck them. I mean, no, 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 not fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benny, as you were sharing your uh, story of presenting your business plan to, yes. uh, the, to these, to these, you know, big, big name people, it made me think of uh, what was what Will Smith recently shared with the world in the uh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, mm-hmm. story when he thought when he talked about the fact that Quincy Jones took him to uh, he was at a party and he was at this party. And he was just there. And next thing you know, he was like, yo, I got this idea for the, you know, for the this show. And, you know, he's like, give me two weeks. And he's like, yo, everybody in the room right now is here. And he's like, you got two minutes. You got, I got 20, I, 20 minutes and I'm ready. <laughs> so that just made me remind and reminded me of your story. And that's, a, that's, that's, I think, and, and we'll get to eight trails in a second, but, but eight trails, which is our, our initiative to really help more black owned craft beer brands. <clears throat> that's part of what the, that's about, right? Like if we, ah, there it is, boom. If we <laughs> if we weren't prepared in many instances um, beyond even just that particular moment, or at least knew what we wanted to do, right? Like just start with your goal and always kind of let things filter outside of that. Because even if it's not written down on paper, you at least know everything ladders into this one point. And that one point is the driving star that takes the brand, your direction, your path of where you want to go. And I think a lot of we were very intentional about creating a brand that wasn't doing just one thing because we could have came out and just did events. We could have just did merch. We could have just did content. And for us, it was about proving our power with our culture and our community and our voices in craft beer. So we took on the big task of doing all of that at the exact same time to show this isn't a temporary moment in time in craft beer culture. Like we, we legitimately have a place in craft beer and let us show you how and why. And that's how, I mean, it was a lot of work. It was extremely exhausting, but it was, it was to prove a point. 
And that now look at all of us. I mean, the, the numbers in craft beer, maybe not so much from owning a brewery, but our voices are louder than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, influencers to podcasts to try, you know, tap rooms, bottle shops, whatever. We are here and we're not going anywhere. Because I remember, I think I remember when I first, when I, not when I first got into uh, craft beer, but when I was looking for black folk, like I was like, kind of like Tio, I guess, when I used to go to craft uh, breweries, I'd be the only black guy there. So when I started searching for black folks, actually, um, I think dope, I, for some reason I just joined, I might, I might've been on Instagram and I ran in, found dope and dink somehow. And right. then I, I think I went, from, I think from there I went and got the newsletter. So I, so I was like, oh, okay. So it's not just me. And I think from there, I just found a whole lot of other people. So I think you were, uh, dope and dink was the gateway for me to find out there was more black mm. folks in craft beer. So I, so I, I thank y'all for that for sure. That's what's I mean, up. I thank all y'all. I mean, what we did was only show people what could be done. And I just think that it, it was literally as simple as no one else was doing it. And no, we're not the first black-owned craft beer brand. That's crazy. I mean, you got Celeste Beatty, you got Al- Garrett Oliver, you have so many other great craft uh, black craft beer brands who are actual brewers. Because again, me and right. Tio are not brewers. We we are not. Uh, while Tio is on his path to becoming a brewer and can create some phenomenal recipes, which is what you guys are kind of tasting now, um, we're not brewers. But what that allowed for us is an opportunity to focus more on the marketing side of things, which the average brewer doesn't get to do. They're like, right. you know, they're nerds. They're, 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 they're a scientist yeah, focused on head down, focus, making good beer. Nobody has time for posting on social and creating videos and content. Like that's a, that's a luxury mm-hmm. honestly, that any brand gets to have no matter what industry you're in. So we were lucky enough to be able to have that kind of accessibility and knowledge of how to do that, which allowed us to be more the louder and more audacious mm-hmm. black owned craft beer brand um, with phenomenal partners to help us, you know, make great beer. So I think we just showed you don't have, it doesn't have to be traditional for you to get in this game. Don't feel like you're not welcome. You can do whatever the fuck you want, honestly. Right. Because well, you had an, you had an advantage because you were like, well, we made we made um, headphones look extra cool, so we I right. definitely can make beer dope as well. So, so I so, mean, yeah. I definitely took the Beats model. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I mean, I was I was at Beats before Apple bought them. The two years before Apple bought them, which was like two of the you know the hot years right. that really right. brought, drew attention to Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And what they were doing was chaotic and crazy too. Like, you know, there was no real (laughs) organization or focus at that place, but they were doing really dope shit, right? And and I could see firsthand how they made sound feel important. Sound's been important. Bose been like killing sound since the beginning of time, you know? it's it was a real thing for a long time nobody cared so what they did is they made you care about it they gave you an emotional connectivity to sound like you had never felt before and you're like oh i guess i should care about this million dollar song right that was right. in a million dollar studio instead right. of listening on my shitty headphones and that's right. that's that's kind of all we did we, we just drew the emotional connection back to wanting something premium wanting something quality and then putting our culture into it in a way that's relatable Mm-hmm. So, so Benny, um, you talked about obviously your your marketing sh- sh- was uh, career was already there. So now that you're CEO, 
um, and you know you're having to uh, work at a higher level and you're not in the day to day. Obviously, you know when you're at that level, you can't be in the in the day to day as much. Who do you guys have as your kind of your A team? That's, you know, that's still driving all of your, you know, your, your social media stuff, or are you guys doing all of that still yourself? Or do you oh, have yeah. titles mean nothing when you're a small business? Let's be very clear about that. Uh, right. Me and TR are basically the C- CEOs of this brand. Uh, we are sales, we are distribution, mm-hmm. we are marketing, we are creative, we are editorial, we are photography. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are, they are the AT. Our directors. Um, <laughs> yeah. People would be right. People would be right. Really surprised how much me and Tio do on a daily basis. Like we don't have assistants. We don't. I mean, the most assistants we have is we have. We do have. We have consultants on the beer side, right? For all the obvious reasons. Yep. That's a. That's a big. That's a big undertaking. Understanding sales, going straight from um, beer on shelves. That's fucking huge. Like that's. That's a whole department mm-hmm. that, you know, we've been, you know, Tio's been really managing. Tio really is the Tio's beer operation. So he's been learning how to do sales distribution, mm-hmm. what that means, you know, depletion reports, like all this shit. You're like, what? And then while doing that, we still um, want to create, it's the, we're still lifestyle. We're still promoting something mm-hmm. bigger than the both of us. Um, mm-hmm. And that's marketing, that's partnerships. 2021, we have a lot of big stuff um, coming that's like... Tell wow. us about it. I wish I could. <laughs> we could be your... We could be your official cam release platform. Let me do a flex bomb drop. I often wish I could walk around with one of those little bomb drop sound effects. So many moments in real life that you just... It's part of your soundtrack. You should always have your soundtrack running in the background. Like, and I'm going to get you sucker. I do it all the time now by myself. I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, something happened, so I had to bum by myself. Yeah. You got to get you that horn. Yeah, I know. But you can give us a little. You can't give us yeah. a, a You said you got so many. Yeah, Just give us a couple. Well, okay, so, so we do... Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... Because I don't know what I'm allowed to do. Right. I'm, I'm a little loosey-goosey with my information. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can start you. loosey-goosey with your information. So yeah. Go ahead. You're the CEO. You're the CEO. I have to consult with yeah. my business partner about the things that I can say. He's like, damn it, you said it too early. And I'm like, what? I was so excited. Girl <laughs> <laughs> and beer that just gets excited about everything. So, so Tio going to come back from vacation like, you did it again. You right. did it again. <laughs> I was so excited. They were cool. It was family. Right. I felt at home. I felt at home. Right. Um, no, it, it, it's coming soon. We we just want to lay out the plan a little bit more thoroughly. Um, because what we also realized, too, as we started having Beyond Shelves, the switch from being a social media influencer to an actual functioning business that sells yeah. alcohol is quite jarring yeah. and shocking. Um, You know, a lot of the liberties we might have taken previous with things we say, do, how we promote things, Mm. like we have to be more considerate because we are an alcohol brand. Like we are pushing alcohol to 
our community. So we, you know, there's a lot of things we just need to be mindful of things that we support, things that we say, you know, you can't be as free flowing when you're just a social media influencer, like, fuck you and do, you know, nah, you gotta be a little more careful, you know, you gotta, but that's for all the obvious reasons. And that's not to say you're taking anything away from being authentic. You just have to now be more responsible. And that's brand responsibility, you know, you have a brand, you have to be very clear about where you stand, what's your voice, and, and again, always funnels back into that central piece. Like, what is the point and purpose of this? And make sure every single thing you do from creative marketing, you know, it all funnels into your, your fundamental mission and focus for why you're even doing this in the first place. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah. That's, true. That's, that. what's up. That's still didn't give us now, information, but it's fine. I gave you nothing. <laughs> You are the best, you are the best, uh, Centra fireproof safe. <laughs> Teo will be proud. Like, yeah, get him proud. Yeah. 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 That was good. That was good. I'm in weave, bab, and weave. You had us. We, we, we were stuck waiting for it. Like, okay, I got an idea. Good jewels. If, if I get her, if I get her to do one more beer chug, Lucy Goose. <laughs> <laughs> it might be party, but I still got at least another two hours worth of work. Okay, I will say this: Black History Month is going to be huge. Okay, we're doing some okay. really dope drops for Black History Month that we are hella excited about. Uh, we definitely will be talking about them top of January again, kind of get people excited. We have some amazing partnerships. Um, I mean, not for nothing. Black History Month is going to be big for all of us, right? Like, let's yeah. just the biggest Black History Month ever of all times because right. you know, everybody cares about Black people right now. So I do advise anybody who's listening to use this opportunity, if you're a brand or a business, um, and have a voice, you know, be it, you know, like you guys podcast, whatever. People are going to be looking to partner with strong Black businesses for the month of February. So mm-hmm. use this as an opportunity to push your brand, push your narrative, push your plan. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is an important month, I think also for us to kind of stand together. I mean, I know it's not you know Black Business Month. I think that's like August or something, but there's so much power in us as Black business in terms of how our spending power, who we are, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is a really good opportunity for us, I think, to kind of come together and show how powerful we actually are. Right. Um, because people don't really believe it. I know the numbers just say a lot, but if we can show how we can be more unified, I think it gives us a lot more leverage. That's true. I agree. I can't wait to see what they got, what y'all got planned. Oh, it's gonna be good. Now, question, well, question I, have, I guess I have is like when you were starting off with the brand was was the social action piece always a part of it was or that something that oh that came later like we want to do more social uh social and racial equity and all that stuff was that always a part built into the brand or was that something that came as over time where you saw that there needed to be more uh a voice there i think it was always part of what we wanted to do i think tio's always been that's always been something very uh top of mind for him um I don't think we knew it was called racial equity when we started. Right. Um, you know, a lot of these terms, are, you know, they're not new, but they are, you know, a lot of things just kind of come to light. 
with everything that's going on, right. particularly in 2020. So when we, or even when Tio first really read uh, the W.K. Keller Foundation business case for racial equity and really kind of went through it and looked at all the things that, that they say, what racial equity is, how do you maintain and achieve racial equity? And we kind of look at ourselves, I'm like, shit, we've been doing this for five, like what? You've been... <laughs> We call it doing this. We've been in the game for years. Right. Yeah, you just call it by something different. And <laughs> really, we've been pushing for racial equity in craft beer. We've been we've been pushing to to claim ownership in this space in in a in a really big way. And I think that's what Eight Trills was about. Um, the, the name Eight Trills came from the business case of racial equity document, where they say by 2050, uh, we stand to gain eight trillion dollars to our national GDP by really maintaining and achieving racial equity through healthcare, uh, entrepreneurship, unemployment, unemployment, etc. So that's where the name came from, as well as it being a play on just mm-hmm. pilsners, the pillars, uh, etc. Brewdog um, as a partner to us came in. They were happy to assist us uh, in any way that they could. That's why we were able to brew eight trills in three different countries, uh, Berlin, Berlin, UK, and the US. And we were able to donate 100% of those proceeds to organizations focused on racial equity in those countries. Um, and then recently we launched the Atrial Pills Grant, also supported by BrewDog, which is $100,000 that we're giving back to Black-owned craft beer brands in the business of beer to help them you know, achieve their dreams. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, 100,000 is a lot because they're not going to just get 100,000. We're going to do our best to divvy it up to really offer as much support as we can. But, you know, a lot of people fight so hard to find money. And I and I think that's what we realized as well. It's, that's only step one of building a business, right? You, yeah. can, you get the money, get the but a lot of, you know, I think Black businesses don't focus on the other parts of yep. creating a sustainable business. Right. You have amazing customer service right. and employment, you know, benefits. And yeah, we just talked about this. Really? Yep, last week. All the things, you know, we have a reputation as black businesses of being the most difficult to work with. I wonder why, because we don't focus on the training required to make a sustainable and successful business. So mm-hmm. our hope is to provide resources beyond just capital um, to get, you know, to, to, to change that that terrible stereotype about us. Uh, change the experience. Mm-hmm. Change the experience. Mm-hmm. And understand why you have to change the experience, too. It's just like we're, we're so taught to survive yeah, that we're yeah. not taught to last. Yep. And I think that's what we really need to start focusing on as businesses. And that's how we need to start helping each other. How do we last, not just survive? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, yeah. as you were saying that just last week, as Yoda said, we were we were just talking about it. Um, I made the comment that I think that um, in 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 black businesses, we put so much you know blood, sweat, and tears into what it is that we're creating <laughs> that the moment that someone uh, gives us feedback that is uh, conflicting with what we saw as a vision because mm-hmm. it's our baby, because we put so much into it, it it immediately becomes a fight. We know yeah. we know how to fight, and you're like, wait, I did I did all this, and this is how this is what you kind of gain from it, and that and that knowing that that was not the intent, that's why you, as 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 you mentioned that it, it doesn't become or turn out as a good experience. So definitely, 
work that needs to be done in that area, just understanding that just comes with the territory. It's people are going to have difference of opinions and experiences of what you separate from your vision. Yeah. But I think that also speaks to us as a culture too. I think in the creating of the black people love beer shirt, brown people love beer shirt, you know, it was, it was an option to wear something where you don't have to say anything because the shirt speaks for itself. And we yeah. don't always want to have to say anything, right? We, mm-hmm. We're very passionate people. We don't mm-hmm. want to have conversations. We just want to be there, make a statement, and do what we do in our own space, right? right. Period. So right. when you get into business, too, it's the same thing. You don't want to have to have conversations. But I think that's part of learning how to be a good business owner mm-hmm. is you are not going to have all the answers. There's always going to be somebody that does it better than you. But instead of feeling resentment and jealousy towards that person, why don't you just fucking ask them for help? Like, Yeah, go seek the knowledge. Right. Like, oh, you're doing, you're killing it. Can you show me how to kill it? Because you know, once we know, we're going to own it. So yep. like, let's go have a conversation. Like, oh, wow, you're killing it. Let me get my pen and paper so I can kill it and then take over. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and take over. And then take over. We but take it over. We know how we do. Yeah, I, I just said last week, I think last week uh, I was talking about how I think also just being a black person going to a black business, I kind of go harder on a black business because I. It, it's not that I expect more. I just want better for the black business um, because I expect to get good service anywhere I go whether it's a black owner or white owner, whoever owns it. But I think I w- uh, I'm more harder on black businesses because I want them to be just as good as, the, yeah, as, right. as the other ones. But a lot of people just don't want to do it. Don't want no, to do they it. don't. And they don't. I mean, I've had nightmares about bad Yelp reviews and we ain't even open yet. <laughs> that bad Yelp review and like, <laughs> shut us down. Like, holy shit. Like, but that's that's the things that I care about fundamentally. Mm-hmm. I that's want good. curated mm-hmm. experiences. Customers always right, even mm-hmm. the difficult ones. Like mm-hmm. you got to mm-hmm. figure out a way to to meet the balance. And hopefully, by the time we do open, people will have enough respect for us as a business to to not to understand you're walking into an environment that was built for us. So let's work together, right? Like you're not walking into this. With preconceived notions that everything's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking into it like, wow, these guys have been building this for a really long time. I have to p- protect this this community. Actually, I have a really good story. So, when me and Tia were doing this whole lifestyle thing, we were curating events and stuff like that. At the end of every event, nine times out of ten, we were probably drunk. Right? That's fine because it's here and we're having a good time. And you're also celebrating the success of your event. You're celebrating. Right came out you're celebrating that people were happy that it was a it was an overall good experience but this one particular time um somebody got a little too drunk right we had all left and there was a little bit of an issue with this person and the the bar the restaurant brewery that we were at um we got the call the next day like hey there was a little bit of shit that happened when you guys we were able to call the guy you know have that like heart-to-heart conversation like listen you can't come in here and excuse my language, fucking it up for all of us. Like we right. only get one chance. Let's just be let's just be honest. The right. next time we had an event, this person attended and literally sat in the corner the whole time <laughs> drinking beer because they took on the responsibility of knowing and understanding that this we can't afford for this to not go right. Right, right, right. We right. have to protect 
what's being built for us otherwise we, again we oftentimes we only get one opportunity right. to be successful unlike some other people that might get multiple opportunities so it was in that moment that me and T were like damn okay this is no longer just a lifestyle brand we're not just curating events for the fun of it we have to now be paying very close attention to make sure people are safe that people are you know responsible people aren't over drinking like it becomes a, a, a very different energy when you start to pay attention to what's actually happening and, and our hope is people will walk into our brewery and feel like they are there to protect what we built as much as we are building something right. to them yeah and I think that's important. That's deep. I like that. Well, I have well, a I have a question going back to your um going back to the grant. What are um you said is specifically for people that are you're trying to uh, branch out into craft beer? What are the qualifications for people in that uh for the grant? It's specifically black owned craft beer brand. So mm -hmm. you pretty much have to already be established. Like you have to already have your paperwork. As an actual business, um, we ask people to submit a video uh, and uh, an outline of how they what how much money they need, and then an outline of what they plan to do with the funds, like actual use of funds. Mm -hmm. So we're clear about where the money is going. Yeah. Yeah. But we opened it up to bigger than just breweries. It's bottle shops. It's tap rooms. Maybe even a mobile something. You know, mm -hmm. how is this money going to help push your business? Right forward beyond where you've already gotten and you um, also said you you deal with that you help them with their infrastructure and building the the business for long term how long how long do you pretty much hold their hand in in that so this is it's still very new we're announcing okay. the winners on december 14th oh good, cool. good. We had 28 applicants nice. oh, there it is <laughs> <laughs> Which is very exciting. Yeah. Um, we were like, damn, maybe we usually get like five, like four. We <laughs> got like, 28. We were like, what? Um, and there's some really amazing people. And I think, we're, we're, again, we're, we, we are make, we're, we're figuring it out as we go. Mm -hmm. um, but again, the intentions are clear. We want to help as much as we can. So we're actually asking other craft beer experts how they can lend their services from legal to marketing so that it, even if it's something me and Tio can't specifically do, we can guide them in the direction of people right, who offer right. their services. The way we offered our services, like what a lot of people don't know is Tio spent years cultivating these relationships with these brewery owners, these brewers, you know, you can only imagine when we first started this and, and he would go into these bars. I'm sure people often thought this was a sort of a temporary thing he was doing, right? No one would have believed we would have carried it as far as we did as consistently as we did. And that takes years of trust building. Yeah. You know, now everybody gets it because they're like, oh, right, yeah, black people beer. But back then it was like, right. you know, no one really wanted to acknowledge that they didn't see any people of color in the room. Yeah. Right. Hey, Benny, yeah. Did, do you remember, or anybody, this is really for anybody, do you, you guys all remember the... Uh, Show that was on, I think it was CNBC that LeBron James uh, created called Cleveland Hustles. 
And it was really about like Cleveland businesses mm -hmm. that he was trying to actually help with small businesses, you know, build up in the Cleveland area mm -hmm. that, you know, had solid business plans. Um, but, you know, they just needed some kind of work behind it, whether you were, uh, you know, a honey, a honey kind of grower or, 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 or maker, uh, you were a salon, you were, uh, you know, a bakery, Burt's Bees, all that kind of stuff. That just came to mind as you were talking about, uh, you know, what you guys are doing with this $100,000 grant. Um, that's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, and listen, we're still, not for nothing, we're still finalizing our raise. But we're like, fuck it, people need help. Let's just bring it all to the table. So I got a question. Will, uh, so will the public know the people that you guys helped out eventually? Yeah, yeah, of course. So okay. we're going to announce the actual grant winners on the 14th. And then depending on who's in the pot, we're going to see how we can, you know, help others. You know, like everyone can't necessarily win the money, but there's got to be opportunities for other people to benefit, you know, in other ways. There's a lot yeah. of other programs clearly that have been started since Black Lives Matter focused mm -hmm. on Black people and craft beer. So, you know, we just got to lay it out on hey. top all of the things are going but yes we're, yeah. we want to figure it out we want it to be successful and we want it to happen every year so this isn't meant yeah. to just and we want the number to be bigger than one hundred thousand. and that's our plan because we're turning eight trails into a nonprofit organization so that we can raise more than a hundred thousand and truly help people and make a real dent in their business uh initiatives um because it takes money it's, this yeah. is not cheap <laughs> you said you said you got 28 and 28 applicants were there any terrible applicants that just had to be thrown out right away um we haven't First, finished going through all of them i don't think in my opinion like i'm just emotional that there's 28 i can't say anybody's bad okay. like, <laughs> well, have, well in the opposite in the opposite range has there any has there been any applicants that's just like oh they're definitely in the finals pile yeah, of yeah. Course, of course, of course. There are some that are already established businesses that just might need that extra. Right. Okay. But during during COVID, we think we 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 lost a business or two, so it's like there are some people that might just need that extra something to get them over the hump. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. who are already established, and they're like, we just need a little bit more to make sure we don't fold. And I think that's also important to look at too. It's like, okay, yeah. you've done all this work. A traumatic, you know, incident has occurred to the world. If we can help you survive, right. you know, for real, then perhaps that's a that's a consideration to think about. True. All right. Yeah, that's dope. Um, now, other question, Tim. I know you were talking about Teal was cultivating these um, relationships with uh, breweries. Is that how some of these collaborations you've done, like like the one with uh, the Guava with uh, uh, Great Notion, is that how all those came about? Absolutely. Between. Right now we're in cloud. We're actually in Cloudwater in London right now too. Actually, they they are they they got a shipment of our beer in London. I think um, we're also going to be sending some of our beer to Japan in February too. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's not easy. Like the the Jay Wakefield collaboration we did before. Um, we even had our own beers, the Glow Up. Working on another version of that. Shout out, shout All out right. to John because I mean they're amazing. Um, Eagle Rock. I mean, Eagle Rock also helped us do some brewing. El Segundo, which was our first collaboration in in uh, California that we did. Uh, gotta get it. Gotta, gotta get it. That was fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, all of this is relationships. Like we we contracted with Three Weavers in Inglewood, and Three Weavers was probably one of the first breweries we did an event with. 
that showed up and was happy, happy to assist us mm -hmm. uh, based on our efforts. So, you know, while there were some people that were, weren't really involved in everything we were doing from the beginning, there were, there were a bunch of breweries that were like, yeah, what can I do? How can I help? I see what you're doing and I want to be a part of it. But it, it, it took a while. Like, it, it took, a, I think we didn't get our first, we were three, four years in, but we couldn't, we didn't get our first collaboration until um, Time Magazine cited us as changing the face of beer. That was the first time somebody was like, right. oh, well, all right, well, let's let's do something with you guys. Apparently, you're doing some shit, so. <laughs> Time, Ma Time Magazine said it was okay to talk to y'all. Really crazy about that. We got our first mention in a black publication a big black book publication this year. That Time Magazine article came out in like 2018. Mm. Could not get a single black publication to talk about us. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's the black publication that you guys are in? Not even Black Enterprise. Black Enterprise got us this year, but oh, no okay. one cared about okay. us until Black Lives Matter. Wow. Then wait, no, no, no. I take that back. There might have been there might have been one or two more of the smaller publications, and I apologize, I don't, I don't remember the names, but from the from the bigger ones, like the equivalent to the Time magazines of the world, et cetera, mm -hmm. no, there wasn't the essence or any of that that was really coming forward at the time. Well, you know, Benny, you said that kind of that that speaks to what you and Yoda were talking about, about black, black businesses not uh not respecting their customer as much as they should right. yeah it's yeah. true because well, they should have been the first people jet first magazine should have been on it maybe jet magazine still be alive if crowns of hots was on the cover just saying <laughs> god damn yeah, it shit back in the day mm -hmm. so it sure was them tiny ass magazine <laughs> <laughs> the woman is a little yo side sidebar sidebar back when our parents uh, back when our parents were young, Jet Magazine was humongous. Humongous. It was big. Yeah. It was the yeah, they used to be bigger than regular size magazines, like ESPN magazine size. They were yes. huge. Yes. Wait, Jet was? Yeah, when Jet Magazine Jet Magazine was a full size uh magazine back in our parents' eight day. Mm -hmm. Before they just, and then they were just then like, they just then they just chopped that thing up and was like, we're gonna sell more. Right. Less paper. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think mm -hmm. it was. I think it was less. I think it was reduced cost, and you, you don't have to have a big picture of the. No, week. that's enough. That's enough. To nah, see. everybody <laughs> can see. Everybody can see. Everybody saw all that page thirty nine. <laughs> <laughs> page thirty nine. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry. So, so Benny, that's so Benny, are you and Tio um, thinking about how you guys could capture uh, this? Uh, you know, any of your journey, like on more of a. Uh, of a TV, not like just reality, documentary type yeah. of thing. Because so, if you're talking about these grants right. and stuff and you've got these 28 applicants, all I think of is like, you know, and documenting your process of how you help these companies build this out. This is this all is the all the while building your brand and your business yes. to yeah. So then we can get to the grand opening and that could be the grand finale of exactly. season one. Oh man. Just, that yeah. is one of the things that my prey we can announce at the top of the year is we are working. Oh, see, we just broke news. <laughs> I told you it was going to break it. We, we knew it was going to break it. See? Now, now, now you the horns again, Rob. You know, people wouldn't. We've always. <laughs> it is, it is. 
people wouldn't believe the shit that me and Tio have done in the last, and it's not, and it's all been amazing, but you wouldn't believe the places we've been, the things we've done, what we've been able to accomplish um, with just the two of us. And I think people look at our brand and they're like, oh, they must have like a team of people. And we're like, nah, nah, it's the two of us, but we're just dedicated and we're committed to, 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 to doing as great of work as we can. And um, we've made a, it made it a point to capture as much content over the last six years um, as we can from all the behind the scenes, you know, unfortunately, because it's just me and Tio, we're not always in the shot together. Because see, this one person holds me camera. Yeah, hold the camera. Yeah, yeah. Hold the camera. It's, like, it's, like the, it's like the mom of the photos. My wife always says, right. I'm never in the damn photos. Am I going to get in the photos? Right. Am I going to get in the goddamn photos? <laughs> so we, we are, we've been talking to some people. And, you know, we've talked to a lot of people. But I'm just going to put it in the universe. I'm feeling very hopeful. This has been one of my biggest dreams with all of this is really showing people our journey. Um, and it's not even about showing our journey so that we can be bigger in the spotlight. It's showing our journey because you would never fucking believe yeah. what yeah. we've been able to accomplish. Yeah. Even in BrewDog, like we, it's so funny when we announced BrewDog, we had so many haters that were like, you know, oh, BrewDog owns you. They're using you as a, as a Trojan horse to get into the black community, blah, blah, blah. How about you say congratulations that somebody offered to help you at all? Because mm -hmm. not a single brewery in right. the U.S., big or small, was offering what they offered. Yeah, you know right. what I mean, like we have. Right. Been it's right. easier. It's easier for them to come with the negativity. Haters, yeah, it's, it's the, and, and the thing about it's Bruno, jealousy. It could be jealousy too. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's like you working your you working your ass off. Like you said, when they came, you were ready. You had always been preparing for them to come. So when they came, you were ready. And it's a lot of people that they probably went to. They yeah. weren't ready. And they like, oh, these people came with a plan and we want it. And you gotta use people sometimes. So the the people of the brew dogs, they need to get into the black community. They're gonna find the best people they can to try to get into there, so they can help y'all out and help themselves Every, out. Like everybody, everybody using people. Brewdog Brew isn't because since working with us, they haven't necessarily tapped into the black community because yeah. is Europe is just different, right? Like they're the, the way the culture in Europe is and the black between different between black and white. It's just very very different. They don't even look when we did when we went over there and we tried to do crowdfunding over there. They were more angry. Like the people there were like, why do you have to say that you're black? Like, I don't get it. Like, why does it matter? Like, you know, versus here, there's a clear, you know, black and white is very different. In Europe, it's a class thing. Hmm. It's not necessarily, I mean, yes, there's some, some fundamental right. issues between okay. black and white. Yeah, Classes play. If you got money, you don't have money. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's not yeah. necessarily black versus white, it's poor versus rich. So we had to change all of our copy and language around black people love beer because it, it that wasn't the leading narrative in Europe. Yeah, right. And we went over there, it was like, you know, two black people in Scotland, the mm. whitest, one of the other whitest places on earth, presenting our beer at, at you know, <laughs> at Brew, Brew Dogs, you know, festival in a room with a bunch of Scottish people. They walked in, we were playing Nipsey Hustle. This is around the time Nipsey Hustle passed. Mm -hmm. We were playing Nipsey Hustle when they walked in. 
all of our music, everything about us was very much us. Yes. And they black energy, it. black energy. Right, but everybody loves black energy. That is, yes. we are right. the Hold most up. energetic, passionate people in the world. In the you world. cannot take that from us, mm-hmm. ever. And that's what we um, gave to Scotland. You know what I mean? We, <laughs> we had an opportunity to pour our, we, we were able to brew our test batch in Scotland. And then Brewdog was like, listen, why don't you put some kegs in some of our bars? Because they have about 100 bars and taprooms around the world. And then do a tour and do a tasting in Manchester mm. and Edinburgh and like all these places. I didn't even know what Edinburgh was until I was physically in Europe. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. Edinburgh? Is that, where is that place? So yeah. what Brewdog has done, which right. we do not get a lot of opportunities to, is opened us up to the possibilities of how big we can be. When you look at someone that has... I think right now BrewDog has four major brewing facilities in Shanghai, Australia, Berlin, Scotland, and the U.S. Mm. Like, think about that. Think about the kind of knowledge that you can get from having someone that is associated with you to show you this is how big you can be. You don't have to be this big, but this is an option if you want to base your plan around this model. We don't get a lot of options like that. Yes. So if nothing more, they offered us an opportunity to dream bigger. And I think for that, we appreciate them. For that, we we accept their support. Um, I don't know if we're going to be that big, but we know that if we wanted to be, we can make some phone calls and ask them, how how did you do it? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Why not not be that big, though? (laughs) Right, right. There's a lot of of negative, there's a lot of fault with making beer at mass craft beer when you do that kind of mass. It takes Mm -hmm. away from some of the original uh, flavor and freshness. And then, you know, and then then the real haters show, oh, you're just big beer, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, if we want, it's something to consider at least. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. So, so Benny, this is um, how can, because you guys aren't distributed on the East Coast and you guys are obviously the West Coast, how can we um, promote the brand and be more on the regular schmegler of uh, drinking uh, crowns and hops? Uh, how, how can we how can we tap into that? Like, how can we figure it, figure out that the logistics? Well, we're trying to get to New York. We're okay. trying to at least figure it out. OK. Um, again, we're, we're working with our contract brewers and trying to see how we can partner with them. Mm-hmm. To maybe hitch a ride on a few of these trucks mm-hmm. to get to some of the places that they might already be. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, our, our goal is eventually to open on the East Coast, be it Atlanta, possibly mm-hmm. in Detroit, like really tap into the markets on the East Coast. Yeah, Philadelphia, so we can distribute on that side. I think yeah, in terms of all you can do really is just keep mm-hmm. I mean, spread the word. You know what I mean? Right. Like just keep right. pushing what we're doing and not even about the beer because you, you can't necessarily access it. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing we can ask is people to keep talking about what we're about. Mm-hmm. We're not right. just beer. We are bigger than beer. And we tell everybody all the time, we are bigger than beer. Mm-hmm. And we ask people to push that narrative. We are bigger than beer Own your crown. Like this isn't even about us. This is about all of us. Mm-hmm. And we, we historically have roots. Mm-hmm. In beer, 
Yeah. Yep. Right. So, yeah. so somebody, somebody that you may or may right. be familiar with that was at Fresh Fest uh, 2019, uh, Celeste. She's the uh, brewer of Harlan uh, Brewery. Did you know that. she just started her um, own distribution uh, company in, uh, I think, North Carolina? North Carolina, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're so dope. I, love well, I was just I was just thinking of that and those logistics of maybe there are some partnering or partnerships that could happen to get kind of the beer, you know, on the East Coast and, you know, in the down south corridor to where we can tap to. Because, I mean, you know, even if it hit Maryland or even it hit, you know, that North Carolina corridor, we've got some folks closer closer to that area, too. We could uh, we can get get to that crown and hops. No, 100 percent. I think once we really lock in logistically like really get comfortable with contract brewing because you've only been doing it for a few months and there's just so much shit that you learn as you go you're like oh word i didn't even know that was a possibility mm-hmm. once we i think we get fully comfortable in what we're doing really get everything set up for the brewery here we can then start having con- conversations about contract brewing on the east coast until we're physically able to you know but it requires a lot of being there and it's hard yeah. to split the time right. when, when you're focused on the places here to then be and with COVID and everything else happening, like I think this would have happened much differently if not for COVID. But then you could also say we might not have been able to be on shelves if not for COVID, which is a crazy statement. And I and I hate that I can even say that. But without COVID and Black Lives Matter, you know, it's almost like a gift and a curse. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it made is. yeah, it, it definitely, definitely made was. people it made people stand still. And a lot of what this world is made up of is, you know, I, I say I've said this saying for a long time that, you know, this world will spit you up, chew you out. It'll keep turning and it doesn't give a fuck about you. But the fact that, you know, COVID made people stand still and sit for a moment and really come up with, you know, uh, you know, I, I sit in their ideas, think about what it was that they needed to actually complete or finish or put their energy into whether it was family, whether it was their businesses, um, the, you know, it became an emergency in different, you know, so many different areas. So you're right. It's, it was a gift and a curse. Yeah. And there's a no. lot of black businesses that have thrived. Uh, a lot of young, rich yeah. black students and educators and learners and entrepreneurs that have come out of all of this that hopefully we can carry into 2021 and really create this dynamic community of successful black entrepreneurs it's going to be hard to go back to work it's going to be honest it is you can accomplish a lot more in your pajamas than you can in putting on a face. Always, always say that. Absolutely. Can I get a wah, 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 wah on that? Yeah. yeah. You're right about that. That takes time away from your day to get the kids up, get them out the house, get right. them up. Man, it's oh a God, lot. You get dressed? That's an, un- yeah, that's an un- that? three. I, I think that's happening. Though. I think a lot of people have um, started revisiting um, that they need the office space they need now. I think a lot of people are starting mm-hmm. to question if they need right, yeah. that, that office space. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, one question I did have, I know you were talking about uh, Crowns and Hops, the, the physical location. Now, when when is one of two, I guess two questions. When is that opening or is it going to be a tap room or is it just for distribution only? So because of COVID, our focus is production. Um, okay. Because you just, you know, the, again, LA shut back down again on Friday. So, right, right. And then, you know, this vaccine's coming out. I don't know what's happening with that. Mm-mm. 
zombies. zombies. I don't know what's going to happen. So okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I watch I watch movies too. Um, <laughs> that, that's what I'm always saying. The zombies. I say, like, oh, it's the first vaccine. We're going to have zombies. No, it's all be apocalypse. Um, so the first, our focus is production. Uh, we need to maintain our current retail relationships. Right now, we're in 400 plus stores to include Whole Foods. Um, definitely want to keep that going. Uh, and increase that number, hopefully. Um, but we, in terms of, you know, fingers crossed, uh, October of next year, you know, it's just COVID. We were very close and then and naturally COVID just turned everything kind of like upside down. And, um, but again, it opened up doors for us to be on shelves in a way that we were able to pivot, you know, it could have gone the other way. We could have had, could have, could have had a space, put all of our business model into tap room, which most, most breweries did, which is why a lot suffered before they made the, the hard pivot to start marketing on social media, which a lot of breweries did not want to do. And then canning, and there's a can shortage right now. So, right. you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's in a way I, I could say we were, I guess, blessed that we were able to start our business model um, from a canning packaging perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we'll pivot to tap room once the world starts to open back up again. But focus is production, production, production. We got to keep making our beer, owning our supply chain. That's really where the power lies. So that's where we want to be. Right. Because it kind of it kind of works in type of like okay. if you think of like a catering service where they used, they was cooking, your they was catering your, your meal, your events. But then they open up their restaurant. Now you're like, oh, I got to definitely go go there. Right. right. So it comes right. to that effect. Yeah. And we're not what we we're excited to open. I mean, at the end of the day, I I even if it wasn't my brewery, I'd be excited just to have a place to go to. We don't have a lot of options yeah. in California for right. us to congregate in a safe mm-hmm. environment. It just doesn't really exist for us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in a place that's not a club or, you know, yeah. an exclusive right. relationship mm-hmm. with alcohol. Um so many breweries in California, you know, we're we're one of the largest states for craft beer. And even still, you don't see a lot of people of color in them with their mm-hmm. families and their kids playing checkers and all the fun little games and all the stuff like that we fundamentally still like to do. Look, I got some some sorry in here. I got some monopoly in here. Like we get busy. Yeah, but right. We don't, we don't really will have. You, will you have Uno, Uno in the top room? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. Right. Will you have Uno? Uno in the, we'll in have the top Dominoes. Yeah. We'll have Dominoes. There it is. <laughs> Right, like people, people are not gonna know how to handle. There's gonna be a lot of like, any white people in a brewery during a space tournament. We're gonna have to have signs like, please ignore the loud. Study these cards before you come tonight. Slamming, do not be startled by slamming on tables. Right. Or anything like that. I like the glasses on a brick, but it's not. Right. No, everything is cool. It's just an aggressively passionate and emotional game. So, yeah. You cannot say read. Nick, you can't. Right. Yeah, no. You can't. Oh, you may you are not a good player. No, you. They can't no. say it. Oh. They can't even say it. Dominoes players, so I feel like he's gonna be running these dominoes. I yeah, I'm not good at one, so I, I'm, I, I, I don't know how to play either one very well. I know, take my black card, but it's real. It's no, okay. you, you can keep it. You can keep it. We play that game on vacation. No play that game on vacation. Yeah, no, I, you, um, you, you can keep it. You know how to play. You know how to play Uno. 
Yeah, okay. Why make that face? Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> because you said no spades, you said no dominoes. I didn't, I, I was trying okay, to keep Uno is not up. a black game. I don't even understand. Uno is very fundamentally for all colors. Spades is very right. black, and dominoes <laughs> is very Uno is very it's a uh, game. Yeah. Uh, rummy, those are those are rummy. Black. I got you on rummy Con- I don't know nothing about that. Okay, tonk, tonk, tonk. Yeah, see, so look at that. I'm gonna say it right. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I think Uno's oh. a black game. <laughs> not a black game. Oh my no. god, Uno is far from Uno, black. I don't think black Uno's, Uno's definitely not a black game. None of those things are black. No, nope. can't claim it. Lou said, "Well, I'm black and I played it." <laughs> <laughs> black game to me. Wow. I never played it with a white person. Black game. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I do. Yeah. I do have. I do have a question about beer, though. How, yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the distribution and the beer being on the shelves, how many different uh, varieties of beer do you have on the shelves, and how often do you guys uh, come out? So right now we have our four main uh, beers on the shelf. We have Elevated Cipher, West Coast IPA. Urban Anomaly, which is our stout, uh, Beat Messenger, which is our Pilsner, and BPLB, which I'm about to crack, which is our hazy IPA. Come on, that hazy. Listen, I also want to have an intelligent conversation, gentlemen. I'm not, I don't care if I'm a beer, a CEO of a beer company, I'm still not the best drinker when it comes, like, if I drink, that means nothing else happens for the rest of the day, and my day is all about coming. That's all of us. So, right, but uh, she said she had two hours worth two hours of work, work after was, this. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, no, it doesn't stop. Yeah. But wait, okay, so we're, we're actually about to drop our um BPLB double. Uh, no, wait, what are we dropping? Sorry, what are we, what are we exactly we're dropping? We're putting out our Imperial Stout, I had to remember actually called Urban Night, okay, which is super dope. I wish I did not have the artwork to show you, but it's coming in when I tell you, it's fire. You ever oh. see a piece of art and you just like literally, we saw it and just jumped around and started screaming, like, oh my God, this is like the dopest shit ever. Like yeah, we yeah. and that's the thing that people don't realize. Like, <laughs> this for us every day, it's still exciting. Like it's yeah. still exciting because we still can are that's making good. it up as mm. we go along. Like we right, can do right. whatever we want. Like there is there are no rules mm-hmm. to the brand that we are building outside of ensuring that our mission is the same. But when it comes to creativity. And energy and and all the fun stuff we can do, we're just gonna keep coming up with new fun dope shit every every chance we get. So we have uh, we have Urban Night coming out, which is our Imperial Stout, and then we have our BPLB uh, Dippa, which is the gold BPLB. Actually, mm. oh, there it is. Show it off. Here it comes. Wait. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Boosh. This is, it is our gold. Oh, that's nice. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. Okay, so after this is over, you just want to give you our address. Yeah, I was about to say, we just want to give you your address when the show's over, and we'll get at least four. And I will send you some beer mail. I appreciate you. We need a sound for that. Beer mail. Yeah, we do. We have one. We thought about that. Okay, if you guys have a sound effect for beer mail, send it to me because we need a sound effect for beer mail. We need the world to know that beer mail. Yeah. <laughs> we really need the world to know because it's illegal. But we should have mentally yes. a, sound a mental sound. A mental sound. We don't send beer by mail. No. We never do that. No. Right. That's Who right. That? Right. Right. Never. Ever. So, so many. Uh, do you subscribe to uh, publications? 
Not really. I mean, not really. I mean, I'm those are things. Not about to say those are things of the past. I was just was I, the reason why I brought it up is because you know your background marketing. You know, yeah. pub publications were obviously a thing like uh, back at in the day, sort of like at Ice Age. And I was just wondering, like you know, you transitioned from you know a company like Beats by Dre, and you were doing more like electronic worlds, and now you're in the brewery world. You know, I would love to see what you know with the bookshelves and things that you're kind of reading up on to kind of you know stay um in the competitive um, world what yeah. what are you what are you diving into and how are you staying on top of it is it more or less just drinking and comparison drinking and comparing or what are what are your what are your strategies so don't give it all away but no yeah. no there's nothing to give away it's it's i'd like to sometimes think i'm not actually not very good at staying on top of what's actually happening in the market but i think it's also a benefit because I don't care what's going on in the market also. Mm -hmm. um, when, I, when I say the statement, we can do whatever the fuck we want, I legitimately mean that. Mm -hmm. And I like to lead with things that I simply think are dope. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I used to be a producer um, when I was in the business mm -hmm. where I was given creative and it was my job to execute it from events to con you know, creative concepts, television commercials, whatever. Mm -hmm. and I think within those years, I was able to to create my own uh, creative footprint and what what I think is dope, what works for me, what I think is great. I'm, I was able to connect all the dots, the marketing dots and the pieces of things that I think would work well together. And I think now today, my a lot of the ideas that I come up with are just because they're things I think it would be dope. Awesome. I, I don't, and it's not, and I think there is, there's, there's fundamental truths in saying you should know what's going on in the market. You should learn. But when you look at our market, who are we competing against in terms of dope right. culture? And beer? Right. Right. You know, I think in the future, similar to how people use Beats by Dre as a guide to creative marketing, my only hope is people use Crowns and Hops as a guide to new ways to talk to diverse consumers in a way that's a little bit more authentic in the product space. But okay. right now right. I, I am not clear who I should be referencing okay. um, in terms of creative. Now there are some really phenomenal beer brands that do great marketing. Like um, uh, Lord Hobo, I uh, used to do really, really great marketing. Um, I, don't, I haven't seen them in a while, but they are head of marketing was a black chick too. And she's mm -hmm. killing it. Um, and there are other brands that do really good. Urban Roots does a great job of their marketing too. Um, mm -hmm. But until I have to pay attention to other people, I kind of don't want to because I don't want it to yeah. put me in a tailspin of trying to be competitive with someone else. Yeah. I just want us right. to do yeah. and hope it lands somewhere. Got it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. it does because yeah, it's, it's, in the beer world, it's, it's it's more about of the collaborations like you guys have done um, to where it's not it's not that competitive edge to say okay I'm going I'm going after this uh, this clientele or this market share because I am selling the same product um, at a cent a cent per pound cheaper or or at this to gain this amount of profit margin and other things like that. Everybody's all trying to do pretty much the same thing and that's make good beer yeah um, it's, it keeps it authentic and original right right right, right. i think Tio also often references i think from learning the beer business however and mm. and because i'm still learning how to be a ceo right like i don't i'm like i don't know let's see mm -hmm. what's the ceo i don't know i'm gonna figure it out 
He was helping me figure it out. You know, we were we're playing off of each other really well and using each other as a partner to really grow and like, you know, find our spaces. Um, but Dogfish Head, he always references the Dogfish Head mm-hmm. book as a really great point of reference. Delaware. He did a really good job of building Dogfish Head to get them to where they need to be. So I think business-wise, yes, there are people to look at as from models' perspectives, like the Brew Dogs, like the Dogfish Heads, even Lord Hobo. Again, Lord Hobo and Dogfish Head are very close. Like they're looking at their business model, reading their books to understand how to build solid beer businesses. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. But when it comes to creativity and marketing, we're just going to do what feels right. Okay. All right. it, it works for us. It's gotten us this far. And I think for us to now start digging in the crates to find out what other people are doing would probably only just fuck us up. Yeah. 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 You got more than a lane. Like y'all got your own part of the freeway. You don't right. want nobody else. Yeah. You definitely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Paving, paving the way and pray that, you know. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like it's sort of like uh, Benny. What we were talking about, right? As you uh, jumped on and you were, you know, calling us assholes and knowing, saying we know you be black. We were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about just how, like, us as a podcast, hundred episodes in, like, what are some of the things that we've done uh, to, you know, just being consistent. Um, how we created a neat niche for ourselves. Um, and now we've got, you know, from what we from what we hear, we've got some some duplicators and people that admire us. But all we know is to be authentic in the four of us and what Absolutely. we are, what we like about craft brew and the fact that you know Rob is the creator of this and this started, you know, the conversation started two years ago. <laughs> in my- <laughs> yeah. You can't make a sound for yourself. <laughs> the <laughs> conversation <laughs> started. Yeah, no, it's real though. It's like thinking back to that day. I remember if two years ago standing in um my kitchen, it was my son's uh birthday, his eighth birthday, and he was like, Yo, we'll want to do a podcast, and that was 2018. And now fast forwarding to where we are now, we talked about five episodes in, they were like, you know, I don't know what, what we came up with, but it, it but here we are, over a hundred episodes. Right. We've, we've, we've captured some great content. We've talked to great people, including you um, and and others. And we didn't even know how big, not just the craft industry was, but just how big this would be. You never, and, and that was the thing that always killed us. Like every time, me and Tia were going to stop, right? Because trust me, there were many times we were going to quit. Again, we are exes working together. So there's a whole other layer of of fundamentally figuring out how to two X's work together. Um, all right. Very weird. No, no, no. Anyway, no. no. <laughs> did you try to give me some more? You try to give me some more? No, that was a walk wrong. <laughs> but we, but again, we knew we shared a singular goal and we shared yeah. a singular passion, regardless if we were a couple or not. This was. By the time we broke up, we we saw the, all of the opportunity of what this was presenting and how it was presenting itself for the community. And it, there were, again, there were moments like like clockwork where we'd be like, "Fuck!" Like we'd have a meeting and maybe something didn't go great or something would happen. And as soon as we would leave a meeting or something really crazy would happen, we'd run into someone that's like, "Oh my god, Crowns and Hobbs! I love what you guys are doing. I just did this thing, and what you know, you encouraged me to do." Like the first time we went to London, we met this this girl, Black Malt, who was doing all these craft beer events in London. 
and she cried. Like she was in like full on tears. Wow. She was like, thank you so much mm-hmm. for what you guys are doing mm-hmm. uh, for the community. I'm out here in London by myself and I don't really, you know, she's like, it's a struggle for me. And, you know, seeing you as a black woman and a black man, like really pushing the narrative with, Mm-hmm. And those little moments, every single time, someone would always like an angel, and I, I, I sincerely mean like an angel, would mm-hmm. come and be like, "Don't, don't stop, not what you guys are doing. I don't care what you two are fucking going through. I don't care how hard this is. I don't care who told y'all no, who told y'all yes. Do not stop." And mm-hmm. you know, we just didn't, we didn't, we didn't stop until you know we're here, and this is. We're hardly anywhere. Like when you really think about what we, we haven't even opened up a brewery yet. Yeah, scratching the surface of six fucking years, and we still mm-hmm. have to open a physical brick and mortar, and that's an entirely separate beast of learning and educating and maneuvering that we still have to teach ourselves. Wow. Mm. But we're here. We're committed. We're we're, we're locked in. We're gonna yeah, do well. it. Right. Yeah, you know what I want to say. I want to say congratulations to the success that you guys are having, and congratulations that being a ex couple uh, that you guys are able to work together and accomplish this. Yes, we are. This is is a lot. We're committed to the. We're committed. We're committed to our friendship. We're committed to this business. We're committed to showing people that there are other opportunities out there beyond what you have been taught. And no one taught us we could be brewers. I, I think the key is when you broke up, do you break up pre-business um, or a, but after business? That's you know what's key, funny? On a fri- it, it was like a Friday he moved out. Saturday we were back on the phone talking business. We didn't officially get our LLC until we broke up. <laughs> Seriously, like oh. we made the decision when we broke up. And a switch. Y'all turn that shit off, on, off, business on, off, like a motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 it, it also goes to the testament of how strong we are mm-hmm. uh, as people, right? You know, and, and I'm not saying that a white person couldn't do this, yeah. that's ridiculous, but I am saying we knew what we had to fight for. Compartmentalizing. Yeah, we knew that because originally this was a Tio thing. If you look at some of our older videos, Tio was the only person on camera. It wasn't me. Mm -hmm. I was really behind the scenes. I was capturing content. I was editing. I was doing all the things. And as I put myself more to the forefront and more people were receptive of wanting to see a black man and a black woman, I think that's when we both kind of shifted our thinking and we were like, okay, Mm-hmm. It has to be the both of us, because what Tio represents for the community is very different than what I represent. Right. Yeah. Um, community and to see two positive role models in the female and in the male space, mm-hmm. you know, it just it just changes the conversation uh, so much. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, you got you got some work to do, and you still sipping. I'm just proud of you. <laughs> Listen, I mean, at this point, I got my tree up. I ain't doing hey, no crap. Is it, is it close by? Let me see. <laughs> it's a wrap. Them two hours and flew by. Let me see what it looks like. Okay, no, because I feel like you're going to judge me. I don't like the way you no, said no, that. No, 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 no. No, Dev, no. Dev just like looking at your house. That's yeah. I like, I like, yeah. 
It's weird like that. She damn, I don't know if you in your house. He's like the judge people's houses? That's just nah, weird. nah. Yeah, he does. He's been doing it since we've been on Zoom. No, I, I like, like, like to look at Let me see what your sign says, Benny. Let me see what your sign says back there. Cherish the beauty of life and discover your soul. I just like it. Look, it's beautiful. Yeah, discover your soul. Wait, you know what, Benny? Before we do go, before we go, hold on. Before you got on here, because you were 45 minutes late, before you got on here, we were discussing the new uh, verses coming up. A shot, a shot, or you better pick each goal. Who you got you already know why would you think that why would you think that she would pick uh Keisha Cole? That is the sister, oh, that is the homie, that is the know. homie and Sean have been tight for like 15 years. Like oh. that is the girl dog. Didn't know oh, you that. know her personally? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, I, okay. I, did you I, say that because you followed yeah, her? I, I was with her and then two were from I was calling her. I do, but I'm not in the algorithm yet. Yeah, no, she's going. Okay. She's going to kill it. Uh-oh. Shout out to Sean representing the Shanti. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, I'll be all in the comments. It's going to be a good one. They both got the hits, though. They both they got the hits. hits. I was I'm trying to educate these guys. I'm they got the hits. They have to get a team of Shanti shirt. I don't know. I might have to go all in pink. pink. <laughs> I don't know. Uh huh. Right. Everybody watch. It's be really and and I think um we got I guess we gotta also shout out uh Heather Lowry because I think Fem Forward Fem Forward has something to do with it as well. Spellman, Spellman, Heather, what's up, Heather? That's the homie too. Shout out to Heather. She is Delaware too. She is shout out to Delaware as well. Delaware? Yeah. was from Delaware. I love her. She's the she first of all. That that woman has my God! Like we we were because t- we were talking to her about doing some like a Clowns and Hops festival with Live Nation mm-hmm. and trying to figure that out. But that's that Spellman HBCU power. Shout out to HBCU. Any any HBCUs on on this? Anybody? 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 No. Nope. Okay. All right. Private college. <laughs> I tried it. Private and P- big PWIs. <laughs> I got, I, got, I, got a, I got a story behind that, but I won't go into why I'm not a Had to do with customer service. That admission Listen, I listen. I college is like getting nothing done, but that's okay because we're we're here for it. We're here for all of that. I'll plead the fifth on that. Yeah, that's funny. That's awesome. Wait, this is your hundredth episode. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, cheers to your hundred. I mean, again, I was late. I should have been there at the beginning. Yo, I got a special. Wait, I got a special bottle. I feel like I should open. I hundred. think you should open it. Let's do it. I drunk I'm, on I'm, my I beer. I'm done. Right, I'm done. I drunk on my beer. I got cheers this water. Guess <laughs> what? We're on the east. We're on the east coast. We're on the east coast, and I gotta be to work at four o'clock in the morning, Benny. Four o'clock in the morning. Yes, What is that? What is it? This is a um a saison. This is a dogfish um, and uh, this is a. 
kisses Brutwix. This is a dogfish. And the true Shurix. I don't know what you're saying at all. He doesn't know. He's he's our resident. Benny, he's our resident translator. He translates all all of our hard words we give you. Yeah, I do. He's your resident translator. Nothing butchers them. Yes, he butchers them. He butchers them. I, I say I, I say the German words. Zoom on that battle so we can try to figure it out ourselves or anything. Let's give him a bye bye because there it is. What's there that? The twi- twix. That's the name of it. The betwi- That's what you was trying to say. Well, no, it's uh, Dogfish Head is the brewery that they did a collaboration with the brewery. What Turek. style? What is it? What kind? What style is it? It's a um, Saison Ale brewed with aged in French oak barrels. Mm. Saison's always seem to be in them type of bottles. Yeah, because it's a sexy beer. Mm, It is sexy. We had a a Saison earlier. It was in the can from uh, Monument. Did we like it? Did we pass another? Did we we pass another to it? I mean, today. Like, earlier today. Earlier today. Man, like, oh, I was there. Yeah, you said we like we like like me. <laughs> it was not we today. <laughs> I, I I I have every intention of really creating a phenomenal saison program. Hopefully, when we open our brewery, I feel like there's nice. so many beautiful saisons that we can create. Nice. Um, and yeah. really, really, I know T. That's big for Tio. I know Tio definitely wants to do a good barrel age program as well. Um, when we open, I mean, there's so much shit we can do when we open. I think that's part of the frustration, the fact that we're not open yet. We have so many plans mm-hmm. for collaborations that we can do with people and, you know, just opportunities right. for people to have their own beer that would have never had an opportunity otherwise because they just, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. We could do it. We can do a collaboration beer. Why not? Let's do it. Why not? We can't Why do not? Done. 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 You heard it here first. I'm ready. I, listen, Ready. I'm ready. I think this is uh this episode is called the horns. The horns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, cheers to your Cheers to you guys on your hundredth episode. I can imagine that this has not been easy, but you mm. have been consistent, you have been spreading the gospel, you have been amazing, and cheers to you guys for creating a voice. For us in craft beer, so cheers Appreciate to you. you. Cheers. Salud. Cheers. Salud. Cheers, to cheers to you guys. Right. Anything in here? We need to get more beer. I appreciate it. Ooh, <laughs> that water was delicious. I was empty. I was empty. My other ones. I was empty. Yeah, see, that looked too good to open this late at night. Yeah, I was. All right, Rob said he's to open up. So. Well, I'm, well. Oh, we, we it's been over two hours. I know some of the viewers be like, "Hey, y'all niggas are still on." I mean, y- your brothers are still on. <laughs> Come on, man. You say that. Come on. <laughs> what you can't you can't Where say nigga after out? seven. You can't say nigga after nine. <laughs> <laughs> You're not no. be saying it at all, guys. Oh, really? Right, right. That's, That's why right. I caught myself. I said I, it. I I'm stopped. from New York, so it comes out from time to time. And I was like, who said? Who made these rules? I'm a <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yo, this is good, by the way, Rob. We bought this earlier. This is good. This is really good. Okay. Hope you enjoy yours. yours. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been drinking. I haven't drank it. Well, I haven't even put it in the refrigerator yet. So. Okay. Whose alarm is going off? Does that mean it's over? What's happening? I hear an alarm going off. 
Do you? I don't know. That's probably um, lose bedtime. Long. Right. Who's <laughs> no, no. It is my bedtime. It is my bedtime, but my alarm has not gone off. You're watching The Mandalorian, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Ask him about himself. Ask him about himself in the Star Wars universe. Why the fuck is he making a Star Wars universe? Star Wars I don't watch Star Wars. I haven't watched Star Wars since like the first fucking one. This came out in 1979. I'm reporting you to someone because this is hey, do it. Write do letter. It. I'm gonna do write it. a letter about this. Right. this right. you know, uh, put on your 53% haircut. I see you, girl. Listen, I'm about to go finish. I'm, I'm like three episodes out. I gotta catch up. You better catch up because I'm at I'm episode four up. of season two. Come on. Come on. Listen, I'm episode none. I, I'm very excited. And if Tio was on here, he'd be just as hyped. Because we are literally black nerds of Star Wars, <laughs> of Rick and Morty, of all the things. We are 100% black nerds. Yes. Right. Well, yeah. I apologize. If you're, I apologize if you're offended. I have my ten, <laughs> Vinny, I have my 10-year-old son. My glasses to this. I have my 10-year-old son on it, on it. Because he needs to be on it, on it. He needs to be all. on it. Baby yes. Yoda is the cutest fucking thing on the planet of the entire earth. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. He's so vulnerable. It's so hard. emotional. Look at this. Yeah. She said, ba- she said baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I know. I know. Look at grown Yoda. You're fired. They about the, they about the fired. same age, Benny. Ain't they about the same age? Fired. No. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> Never uh, watched one episode of it, Benny. Man, gotta catch up. up, You've never seen even like a Star Wars movie? Is that I I said I watched the first one, maybe the second one, maybe there's like 12 of them. them. Star Wars movie ever made ever? I watched. You definitely watched Return of the Jedi. You definitely saw Return of the Jedi. Yeah, right. Return of the Jedi. I watched. Next it. podcast, oh, maybe Terrence on oh, whoever oh, named Yoda, and we get into the bottom of why you were called. The bottom. We're not going to do that on the podcast. Rob, Rob, is the older brother, Benny. So Rob should be able to tell us a little bit more than what Yoda. We get a little backstory on why this is backstory of how he got named Yoda. I could, but I'm not going to do that. That's that's right. That's right. Thank you. That's my. Either you watch every single show ever invented in Star Wars by the next podcast. Oh, just strip him now. He don't got the name. Just strip him now. He ain't watching. (laughs) He ain't watching that shit. Yeah, strip him now. He don't even like it. I'm about to go watch it. I'm about to go watch. uh, Best thing ever happened It's good, man. Speaking of that, I'm literally about to go watch it. I'm, this, it's time. I'm, I'm gonna go watch it. I've yeah. only watched one episode, so I can't even can't even hold them on now. I only watched one episode. Yeah, and you the name's not Yoda. You're not wearing a Star Wars Yoda hat. <laughs> see, I, I watched. I mean, he, he doubled down on his ignorance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I should have brought my cup up. I should have brought up my cup, my Yoda cup. I should have brought that upstairs. I got a Yoda cup. You are not allowed to miss a culture. I'll give a damn with none of y'all. Appropriation of culture. 
misappropriation. On the white side. This is a white. They might be talking to you like this. Here you are. No. Can I close my laptop? If I close it, does it shut the whole thing down? Like, what do I do? Yo, yo. I know. Look, this is totally off topic, but. Anybody wonder where Joe is right now? Because Joe ass is motherfucking saucy. He, he's, <laughs> under, he's under the bed. He's not in bed. He's under the bed. I got a hammock 15%. No. Yo, we, had a, uh, Benny, we had a viewer. He started off strong. He was drinking like 14%. He had like four beers going. Yo, he was going hard. He was Start at 14 he had a Founders IPA going. He had another fourteen percent. Um, what was it? Uh, it was something. He, he had like four beers going on. He had Yoda Google and Shark. Beers? beers? You drink Shark Coochie? Mm. Listen. Yeah, he was awesome. He was awesome. You. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. No more comments from uh, Joe recently. Well, right. I, well, you know, it's 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 fine. Everything's mm. okay. I'm cool. I'm cool. Well, this, well, this right. is this was great. Oh, this look, there's a whole comment section over here. I didn't even know that was a thing. Look at that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah that was your comment. <laughs> I didn't even see that over there. You She forgot. Wow. No, I think everybody can see comments at the, on uh, Facebook, right? No? Oh, on a Facebook, you can. You can see it on. Did on we address all the comments? Did we? Did we talk to the people? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Did yeah, we did. Yeah, we came on. Kimbo is, is excited about the idea of Crowns and Hot being down south as we were talking about that. Um, yeah, it's a lot of good. Yeah, it's coming. It's yeah. all coming. Yeah, all them comments was before yeah, um, uh, 45 minutes before you got no, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 You don't even got a minute late shit with your non Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of evens it out, right? That kind of yeah. evens it all out today. Immediately. You know, you know. In this situation, sir. You know what? I ain't saying nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I, I, I am literally. Well, Rob, how do you want to wrap it up, Rob? Yeah, how you want to watch this candidate and get excited? Uh-huh. Well, we, we got uh, to go. We got to have uh, Benny and Teal back. Bring Benny uh, Teal back and have Please come back. Come on back. You love to come on. This is Teal's first vacation, I think, in life. So did he he go out of the country or did he stay in state? Him and his his girl went to Tulum. So this first week, he's off the radar. What's going on with Tulum? Everybody's going to Tulum. Every black person is into. I don't know. We know how we (laughs) say something about black people. We what we don't do is say, oh, if everyone's in Tulum, then I'm going to go to a whole nother right. island. That's right. what right. going to do, unfortunately. Right. So, they all, look, they all got the same black neck that's doing their travel. I can't even watch it. I was in Tulum two weeks ago, so I'm talking shit, and I'm really part of the problem. I know exactly what it looks like. I know exactly what it looks like. So he's now. He, he comes back online tomorrow. He was off the grid for a week. Amazing. He said he had a phenomenal time. He's back on the grid tomorrow. So he'll be working remote from oh, nice. the rest of the week. And then he'll be back. That's the best way to work. Remote. Yeah, 100%. I mean, at this point, we can work from any. We can work from Mars if we get good cell phone reception. <laughs> like, it's just right. Real- right. Right. <laughs> that Wi-Fi password. Yeah. I mean, that's all you need. I'm feeling yeah. pretty good about that. 
Well, this was good. Um, this was very authentic. Yeah. This was great. Yeah. And I apologize. I was late. I, I, we warmed up. We warmed up the crowd for you. Yeah, we did. It was good, actually. It worked out because it was our 100th anniversary. So it got some banner in for us before we introduced her. with you guys. about you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. There it is. See, you yeah. was on point. You didn't even know you was on point, but you was on point. Hey guys, we're gonna let it go with that. It worked. Is there like an end of show thing that you guys do that we can all do together? Is it like a song or a yeah. or you can, uh, well well before we always go, we always like to know how people can find our guests and each other. So how can people find more about Benny and Crowns and Hops. Yes. You can find out more about Crowns and Hops on our uh, our website, crownsandhops.com. We also have a beer locator on our website. Um, as a, Again, we don't have our brewery open for anybody listening, so you can't physically come to our brick and mortar. But if you go to our beer locator and type in your zip code, you can find out retail stores closer to you. We're selling um, primarily in Southern and Northern California. We just expanded to Vegas. Uh, Sacramento, Portland. Again, we just shipped some beer to London. To anybody listening in London, you can you can buy our beers at Cloudwater in London. Um, but that's the best way to find us. Also, we're also really pushing. Um, we're partnering with a lot of the black-owned restaurants in mm-hmm. California, and a lot of people aren't aware that you can take a four-pack to go. So we're at Harold mm-hmm. and Bell's. We're mm-hmm. at um, Post and Beam. We're at Poppy and Rose, a bunch of really phenomenal uh, Black-owned restaurants uh, in LA that you can also take a four-pack to go. And then follow us on Instagram, Crowns and Hops. We have a lot of phenomenal content, a lot of really phenomenal partnerships coming up uh, in 2021. I think, you know, we're excited. 2021 is going to be a big year. We're going to continue to push. We're going to physically open our brick and mortar, and we're going to keep pushing and promoting Black-owned uh, craft beer businesses to get beyond this 1% of mm-hmm. Black-owned craft beer businesses. And let's try to get to 2%, maybe, or maybe mm-hmm. even 3%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compound, compound the interest. Compound yeah. the interest. Well, before we move to the better podcast, I'm touching on something she just said, this, uh, the rare location <laughs> that you talked yeah. about. Yes, I just found uh, Walnut Creek and Concord, which is close enough to uh, get us that uh, get us the crowns and hops. So that's close to get us some beer. We already, we already got a crowns and hop connect. <laughs> that's right. how you got the crowns and hops. Target tour. Target tour. Let me add this beer man. No. There it is. Oh yeah, now we got two. We got two. We got two. Now we got two. Now we got two. <laughs> yes, let's get this. Yep. Yep. Let's do this. Let's lock in some time for January because yeah. we would love to be able to share with you what we're doing for Black History Month. It is going to be a really big month. I think again, I repeat for all of us, um, we need to come together for Black History Month and really promote how powerful we are when we come together. I call January seventeenth. That's all the right. day before Martin Luther King Day. Perfect. Send an invite. I won't not show up this time. <laughs> well, you showed up this time. You showed up this time. I was late. I won't be late. Okay. Put me and Tio on it. Because again, okay. we are our own secretaries, our own press, our own sales, <laughs> our own distribution. My, right. I'm my own assistant. Like, it's insane. We're working on getting help in 2021. So you, you told us where they can find uh, Crowns and Hops uh, information. Are you able to be followed on your own, or 
You got your own. Yeah, if you go to Clowns and Hops, you can find me. Okay. Um, my focus is really to push people towards the brand. Um, that's my, I live and die for the brand. That's this is what I do. This is what we are committed to. Um, you know, changing narrative, changing an entire industry in a way that's never been changed before, and creating generational wealth. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's funny when I was in high school, I went to school in a private school, a bunch of rich white kids, whatever. But I remember the day one of my friends told me that their grandfather print made paper on some, I've just got to like ask him. Dunder Mifflin? Like I just, yeah, my dad has a paper company. When I grow up, I'm going to run this paper company. And at, at the moment, at the time. Open paper is huge. I was like, big manufacturer. what do you mean you make paper? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, how does that work? But it was funny. He had holes in his shoes. He looked like the poorest person I ever met, but came from so much wealth, but he was very humble. Mm-hmm. And he was very, um, he was a hard worker. He was all the things, but it was in that moment that I understood what generational wealth meant. Mm-hmm. And we don't get a lot of opportunities as black and brown people to understand what creating generational wealth looks like, legacy brands yeah. look like. So for me and Tio, Part of what Crowns and Hops is is that we would love to see our grandkids, 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 grandkids mm-hmm. find Crowns and Hops off the shelf. Like I was joking with you the other day, my kids, kids, kids are gonna have internship programs at the brewery right. every summer, whether right. they like it or not. Right. Because that's right. this work. You learn right. the family business. I don't give a fuck if you want to be in it or not. Nah, you learn it. This is how you this still works. gotta learn it. Yep. Every summer it. you work like a slave in the business to get us to the to the end goal. So this is, this is what we do for <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's true. You just you're born to be a slave into the family business. But there's there's benefits in that. So that's true. That's a very very bad choice of words, and I that is not what I meant. <laughs> but you touched you touched on you touched on something when you said the generational wealth because you found out at an early age you saw the guy at your class at work. Like most black people, it seems like are just finding out in their adulthood. Like their parents didn't teach them that they're like you were able to see it in school from your classmates and things like that. So yeah. is teaching our kids and our the generations that came come after us that it it starts earlier than once you become an adult is important as well. Right. So yeah they're always they're they're always watching they're all they sponges. They're they're gonna they need to pay attention now. Right. Know, know what it takes. Yeah. Right, yep, right. No, we, can, we, can save, we can save this for January 17th. Yeah, we're going to save it. Anyway, yeah, we want Black Power it up on January 17th. Yeah. Here's to you guys and your hundreds. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for having us, uh, Crowns and Hops. Next one, Tia will be there and we'll we'll share we'll share more stories. Sounds good. For sure. Right. Uh, Lou, Lou, how can they find you? Uh, I'm on them Instagrams, uh, Lou Belgium. Uh, death. Happy anniversary and happy 100th to you guys. I feel like I, there was some day. <laughs> Thank you. You can find yeah. Devin on Instagram at Devin Aaron underscore the underscore great. Uh, yo. And you can find me at 302 Yoda on Instagram at 302 Yoda and on Instagram and Facebook at Delaware on Grind. Oh, and make sure you tune in to the next episode of Delaware on Grind, the podcast on uh, Spotify and YouTube. With we gonna have to start with, making him pay for sponsorship. We gonna have to start making <laughs> him pay for a sponsorship every day. He come on the podcast and he promote his podcast. You can't because I promote this podcast on that podcast. Yeah, we pay you for sponsorship over there too. Once once I get for, on, 
Once I get on the show, <laughs> oh, Rob, Rob, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out. You hear, you hear all the you hear all the shenanigans that usually happen behind the scenes, Benny. <laughs> I know. I'm like, on this podcast. Right. Wait. Wait. Evening. You too. I will see you guys in January. Cheers. 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 Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. I love it. I love her energy. <laughs> All right. And you can find uh, Bruise and Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere. Listen to podcasts. You can say, Alexa, play Google. Alexa, play Bruise and Banter Podcast. And uh, <laughs> say it. Because uh, we are on uh, Amazon Music as well. Um, and you can follow me if you want at Rob Stay Bruising on Instagram. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready, baby. <laughs> are you? Um, are you ready? <laughs> I said it right, right? Yeah, that was good. That was good. Right. Um, but we wanted to, once again, this has been episode 100. We want to thank uh, the Queen of Crowns and Hops, Benny Ashburn, for coming through. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Benny. Appreciate you. That was good. Definitely. That was good. And uh until next time. Have a good week, everyone. It's out. It's out. Killer keeps it honest because reality is perception with a weak stomach. Bubbling uneasy like the bowels of hell. Ooh, enough to make a black ghost turn pale. Separate names from their names, my mind.